We didn't have anything on the playlist uh, for this week. No. I don't think there was any, was there anything in um last of us? Did they have any songs that stood out? I don't think so. I don't think they I don't know if they had any songs. Yeah. Uh this is Bevon, I'm Leonard. And I'm Gregory. Starting a little early though. So the so are we in London in time? Is that why we're doing this a little earlier? Um yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'd canceled out with uh, Tony, so I was like, "Oh, I thought you were just like because the fights are starting, we need to start earlier." No, the fights are like I said, I could just put them in the background. So, you uh, know. I see. Gosh, I don't know. I don't. I always have a hard time uh, making your thing small, like your your excuse your me, <laughs> like I mean your uh, <laughs> share screen. Oh, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I can't like get out of it. Um, it's like turn, turn. I click on. Mean- obviously, I, have, I don't have full control. Do I have to do the view thing. What are you talking about? What are you trying to do? Like your, you know, like your, uh, your Amazon music thing is like overpowering. Yes. Like it, it yes. always pops up huge. Yes. It's so supposed to. You can, but if I you don't go want to, to I, need, I need to get to my stuff. Oh, you want, what do you mean? You, oh, you want to see your stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I can't access my, uh, my, uh, yeah. Cause my, I'm sharing my, my screen. producing stuff. <laughs> yeah, Cause I'm sharing my screen. You want me to stop sharing my screen? Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, you know, I mean, really your screen basically is just the music. So like you know, yeah. But if I stop sharing, then you get control back of your screen. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, so <do> <laughs> like turn. Oh wait. Stop- I, oh I. Oh I see. There's view options. I just saw at the top right oh. now, like view options, like like remove. <laughs> All right. Oh, so there now you I go. can access my. Uh... Oh, so now I can put mine back on or no? Uh yeah, because because well, well hold on. Let me uh, let me let me activate this one thing first, and then you can put it back up, and then I'll. I'll uh shouldn't this be like pre-production? Like yeah, uh, where's tech support at? <laughs> get tech get like tech Gary, support here. <laughs> Gary, come over here. I need some tech Give me support. A hand. All right. Actually, I gotta put my put me on uh, I know this is all tech support that you have to handle before, but you know. Yeah. We're, we're, we're just, uh, I'm not a professional, so <laughs> uh, I got two here. hands. All right, uh-huh. let me hit my do not distract. All right, I'm right. All right, I'm right. All right. So what so I can share my screen now or I can't? Yes, share my you screen? can. And then you should be okay. Yeah. So now you're okay. Yeah, there oh, you yeah. go. See, I should I should mess around with the view options. I could probably minimize you to even like lower. Yeah, get, like, learn it. Oh, oh the they're job. side by side mode, but that like give me like a. Well, watch me click time. this and it'll ruin everything. <laughs> it'll be like I'll never get back. All right, I'm ready for a beer. Uh, <laughs> you're ready for something. What do you? What do you? Uh, yeah. What, yeah. Are you gonna, what are you gonna get first? Uh, the first one I pulled out it was uh, the the Fieldworks. Uh, the Fieldworks oh. is Supreme Diesel. Wow, you're going for a triple IPA at eleven thirty. It's a double. It's, it's a double. Oh, I thought it was a triple. Eight point three though. And that's this goes back to like I had I had a problem with I have a problem with that episode eight of the uh, Cicerone thing, where the uh, where the guy doesn't give you like all the different uh, like when you when you see like the like the the uh, the things he doesn't give you the five choices only for the colors, but like for the the IBU and the ABV. He stopped short at like at a certain point where he's like, oh, oh you have low, moderate, and high. But where's the other two that are that that are technically a part of that? And he doesn't give the numbers either. Like you know, like the a, like ABV the ranges. Of, of, the ranges. So I'm like, wait a minute. He's like, he's missing. He's missing like that whole part because I know that you know the question is going to pop up at some point in the test. Mm-hmm. I mean, he does tell you though that this is not the be all end all oh, yeah. test. Yeah. But it's like so then like you're like, wait a minute, what? Does he does he offer like a supplement? Obviously, you got the syllabus, which is funny because I try to access the syllabus, and I guess he deleted it or something. 
So um, no, there's so, uh, there's there's two versions of it. Probably oh, there's two. Oh, I must have tried. I must have tried to access the old one because it was deleted. So I so believe. I wanted to go back to look at the numbers because the numbers are actually on there. Um, yeah, it's there. It's okay, US, yeah. English, so I must have, I must have clicked the email to the old one. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. Um. So this is uh, I guess kind of in prep for California Craft Beer Summit, which is uh, starts tomorrow. Oh, wait, is this the one I'm supposed to save? Did you did you did you add <laughs> no. another California beer in? There? I did, oh. I did. I added that oh, okay, everywhere okay. Uh, oh, okay. beer today. So got lucky. Uh, this is Supreme Diesel by Fieldwork. It is a double IPA brewed with Nelson hops. It is an eight point three uh oh. alcohol by also- volume. Also, I have like a little bone to pick. I mean, it's obviously Cicerone guy's a master, but he just, you know, they're talking about like the glass pours and why you need to do them and how you can smell them. And, uh-huh. and, and we, we've talked about this. I just popped this can, the aroma, and I could smell it from at least 12 inches away. So, you know, which is, but, and, and he's saying that, oh, you got to pop it because you put it in the glass, you know, and you could, you get oh, more of the I aroma. And obviously there's the visual aspect too, but, but. And I was like wondering, I wonder if anybody's going to ask him the question, like Hetty Topper tells you, like, drink this in the can. Like, you know, they're like, do not do not pour this, drink it in the can. So I don't know, you know, I, th- I think some of that is subjective. You should have uh, watched it live and then you can like, you can. Yeah, like, like I would have like, ignore that. Like, I'm going to ignore that question. All right. So let's see what this is about. Cheers. Rose it. I'll tell you one thing. I like the name because I've often, I, and I say often, but like Hetty Topper, it has that oily diesel smell to it and taste to it. Yeah, we've been fans of Fieldworks for years. Yeah, I gotta get, yeah, I gotta get exactly. them on the show. This is exactly what I'm talking about. It has that deep, that oil diesel taste to it, much like Hetty Topper. Is there a glass uh, beer clean today? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I kind of got obsessed with that yesterday. I told you. I told you. <laughs> it's like, look at like, like, like I could like. There's no bubbles. Like the head is like, per- like the head's perfectly like straight across. <laughs> The lacing. The, uh, the, there's no little bubbles on the side. The lacing is like actually working like on the glass. <laughs> I'm telling you, it is an aesthetic. It definitely is an aesthetic thing for sure. It, it's very, yeah. It's like, wait a minute. Like, like it, it only took me 10 minutes to clean, to clean this glass. So <laughs> look at that. Look at that ring. Oh yeah. You already got it going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it does. I don't know why, but it does make the experience more enjoyable. I'll tell you that much. But, yeah. But it also points out that like there are flaws because, and it shows, it goes to show you, like um, apparently your hand, your hands have a lot of oils on them and grease and stuff on them because yeah. even washing the thing, whenever I would touch the outside of the glass, it would start to get like the oils and it would beat up around like my fingerprints. Uh. And I was like, it's like so it's 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 like kind of weird. As long as I don't touch the inside of the glass, I'm fine. You know, which makes sense. to tell you to turn it upside down and don't wipe it down. Yeah, and it's also it's a benefits obviously to have the stem. You know, when you're doing like oh, a absolutely, glass. yeah, absolutely, yeah, that's definitely we, more easier. Yeah. yeah, if you don't have the stem, then you're gonna get oils on your fingerprint oil. That is on true. Glass. That is true. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What do we got on the show today? We got uh, some current events. We got the last of Last of Us. The last of the Last of Us. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> and then we got uh, Cicerone stuff, and then. We threw in a late ad of that Degrassi, yeah. which, uh, which I got to definitely have some words uh, for yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, well, first you gotta also bear in mind, well, first of all, it's old. It's like 480p. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like literally filming like a video camera. Like, uh, yeah. The quality is very poor on it. And I'm wondering if my DVDs are the same. I wonder if that's that same 480 oh. quality. I'll have to check that out because, uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, but I'll tell you right now, man, you know, I love that. Even even after all these years, I think I haven't watched it maybe in 20 years. I think I'm going to have the DVD set last. 
So I, I think so. I possibly might have watched it once before, but like already I'm like, I want to go, like, I want to see more of it. And I've only seen oh, like no. about three, four or five times, like the whole series all together. Oh, no. But I'm like, oh, I'm already like, I need to know the next part. Like, you know, like, oh, like you know, see, see, I like all it. Right. And I, I get it. Like you're watching the first, like first, one of the interesting things about the Degrassi was I really feel that the writers probably had one or two ideas with the students. Like, hey, I'm going to make this character do this first. And those background, those extras, they wind up becoming like the main characters. So the roles actually got bigger. So, so, so that was one of the interesting things to see. So, like, I don't, I don't think the writers knew what they were going to do at first. I'm assuming that this is the the pilot, and so it gets yeah, better, it's a better. It gets better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Even though, man, gosh, I've been watching that for all these years. <laughs> That episode's kind of like, kind of like, creepy. it's like, it's, it's, it's a creepy. creepy. It's, it's very creepy. creepy with it's these very kids. creepy. They're, and it's almost like, wait a minute, these are adults directing kids, but I think they think yeah. they're, they're, oh, they're adults, wow. you know, because I mean, you know, even like the way the main character dresses and then like, like, yeah. like Joey, or, or, I mean, I mean, I mean, to, uh, Tony Jeremiah, <laughs> like, like he's literally like molesting her through the whole yes. show. Yeah. It's, it's creepy. Like, it's, it's a little very creepy. creepy, but yeah. it's not that far fetched from the eighties. That this, that's, that's 87. So it's yeah, not, that, like, that would it's not, not like, happen. That would not happen in a Not happen nowadays, but if, I, I, you know, that's the eighties and that's the way high school was. <laughs> I mean, our junior high and high school were back in the day. Uh, so we have that going on. We have, um, the, in the Cicero and stuff. So let's get to some yeah. current events. Uh, we talked about the UFC, uh, it's going oh, on yeah. right now. Going on it. right now. Yeah. And that's the Usman Edwards three fight. Mm-hmm. Do you do you think um, Edwards has a chance? I'm assuming Usman's a highly favored in this. In is this, he highly uh, favored? I don't think he's highly favored no? though. What? I don't think he's. I think he's the favorite, but I don't think he's highly favored. You didn't look it up. I figured you would have that up. No, I have. I I I didn't. Uh, usually, when I have like the, when I put like the the fighter list, it will tell you immediately. For this one, I couldn't get the numbers. Okay, Usman is a two sixty favorite. That's pretty good. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. But it's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. You know, actually, that is yeah. You know, that is a little bit high actually. I I feel. Yeah, I think uh, Usman took it lightly the first time, the second time around, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I I definitely I'm definitely taking him in this fight. You know, even though Edwards has had you know obviously he's had he beat him the last time, but I I definitely think that. Uh, uh, Edwards is not to be counted out, you know. I, I, I still think in the end that that Usman he finally he realizes his mistake. But then again, you never know. You know when you lose, and then he not only did he lose, but there's that there's the uh, the, the, the trauma, the, the trauma being knocked out loss, the know, psychological the, uh, exactly. So then once that happens, there's that gun shy like and yeah. then the jaws exposed now, and you know so like the the Cody the the Cody no chin syndrome that the. That, that is absolutely correct. So you think there's going to be a little gun shyness? I, I think uh, there is. I think there's going to be a lot of wrestling this time. A lot, a lot of wrestling. Yeah, it, it's kind of funny because when you see them separate, Usman looks massive and cut, yeah. and then yeah, when yeah. you see put him next to Edwards, Edwards is actually taller than him. Actually, so yeah, Edwards actually yeah, he's taller. Yeah, he is. Yeah, so it's, it's separate. You think that you know Edwards is ma- I mean, uh, Usman is massive, and then when you put them together, it's like maybe not so much. Yeah, the other the other interesting thing about the about this this fight that was going in for the uh, the um, they went into the weigh-ins. So apparently, very very few people realize this, but there was a backup fighter that came out to weigh in, and it was Colby. Colby came out uh, to to win, so it was like it was like what? Like you're like Colby, what's he doing here? Like you know what's going on here? So you and wanted he made one weight of them. at one seventy. Yeah, so you want like, one of them to kind of back out to throw Kobe in yeah, there. Yeah, it's like, like yeah, to throw like a <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. Now, how much does he get paid as a backup fighter? Because he's gotta make the trip to London. I wonder what they pay him. 
Uh, he has to get a good payday. He has to get yeah. a good payday. You know, and and I assume it's last minute in, in a sense, unless they told him when the fight was, you know, like, hey, like, you know, prepare yourself to be at 170 at this point. Because like I said, he made 170. There was no problem. Yeah, I think they I think they they pick a backup fighter when they probably make the make the match I, and say just yeah, in case. And, and exactly. And I think nowadays they're better at that. Probably in the past they were like really bad at it, but nowadays they're uh, you know. Uh, yeah, and then so, the other the only other fight is Gagey's on the on the uh Yeah, Gagey's fighting and the, the other guy gosh, like you know, I'm not guy. I mean, I know we've seen him before, but he's not a guy that I would recognize. But you know, but he's got he's got quite a few. Uh, I think he's like twelve and one right now. Yeah, has he yeah, beat so, anybody? So, uh, and and he's you know he's beat some relatively good guys. What's his name? Uh, let's see. Oh, he beat Dos Anjos. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think didn't uh, he retire him or no? Is Dos Dos Anjos still fighting? I think he might have retired him. Maybe uh, he beat Bobby Green. Let's see. Yeah, I what's mean, his? Like, how do you pronounce his name? Fiziev. Is he? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, so th- it would be a, a a highlight if he could beat uh, Gagey. Yeah, actually, I, I, what's the what are the odds? Can you do you have the odds on that? Because I I, th- I think I'm taking him. I think I'm. T- I, I think Gage might <laughs> Gagey might be at that that point where you know all he needs to do is get cracked a few times, and I think he might go down. Um, he has a chin though. I mean, he, the, yeah, that's Gagey true. probably that has is, one of the best true. chins in the business right now. Yeah, but this this guy's this last two fights for this uh this guy he's he's knocked out his opponents and in fact he knocked out Dos Anjos in ten seconds, so that's like man you know it, it's funny we just talked about the chin he just knocked him out, he knocked him out in ten seconds. Um, I, I'm sorry, eight, fi- eighteen seconds. Bisiev is the favorite fighter today. Mm, mm. Minus two forty to plus one ninety, so it's close. I'm taking him. It's, it's close. close. I'm, I'm taking. I'm, I'm taking him though. <laughs> That's about the only thing. That's the only the only noteworthy fights, I think, right? Yeah, the other one's Gunnar Nelson. I know who they are. I mean, I know you know they are, but they're kind of more like consolation type fights. And you know, Jennifer Maya's fighting. I believe that's Damian Maya's wife or ex-wife. And uh, I'd see like the, the battle of the uh, of the of the Italians, uh, the uh, Vittori oh, yeah. versus uh, versus Roman. Like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he's Italian, but the name Roman. Like it's like <laughs> I'm gonna assume. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it's a pretty uneventful card, with the exception of the main fight, which is true. how you get the buys, right? True, I mean, true. Yeah, with that, with that, with that trilogy, then you can. Your oh yeah, yeah. You can, you, you, yeah, you could have one at least good filler though. And that's, I guess, that's where the with the gagey. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, fives that fight comes in. Uh, Dark Flash, what is that? Yeah, I don't know. It was like the toy. So they have okay. So obviously, they, I I assume that. The toys for the uh, the the Flash. Uh, what's it? What's it called? The uh, Flash. Is this point? called the uh, Flash? Is this called the Flash? I think the movie is it Flash Flashpoint. Yeah. No, I think it's or, called the Flash. Really? I no. think so. And it, but it's obvi- obviously it's based on the uh, Flashpoint, though. Yes. You know, they, you know, they. Uh, I, I guess they started releasing some of the uh, the uh, action figures. Thon is the, the, was Thon uh, one of them? <laughs> no, you know what? That's a, that one I didn't find. So the which Yobard. is yeah, but my my theory of this uh, Dark Flash. Is that it's it might be the uh what's the other one? The uh, not the dark flash, the uh the black the the black flash, the uh that one guy. There's another uh, a flash character who wears a black uniform. And uh I'm thinking it might be him, and maybe he combines with the uh, with the uh the reverse flash. Because I was saying like in the when you look at the costume, it looks like it looks like Venom. It's like it's yeah. a Venom flash, which is kind of weird that they would kind of cut rip that off. But it does have some gold accent in there. 
So I'm thinking that it might uh, be a combination of uh, of that character with the uh, some either that either the Death Flash, the Dark Flash, that one like undead like version, something like that. I, I, I don't know. What are there symbiotes in the? Yeah, DC is there symbiotes universe? in DC now? Is that the, the crossover? Like a, is it, it's a crossover. <laughs> it definitely looks like the Venom. It's because it's got the tendrils in it. I've seen the uh, the Batman, the Michael Keaton Batman, and he is aged, by the way. Oh, okay. They, they have the toy out. It's like a McFarlane edition, I believe. Oh, are all those McFarlane? Or is that or, or they may the be. Dark Flash one? They okay. may be. But yeah, clearly. Those aren't the, even toys, though. Those are like, like oh, uh, yeah. what do you call those? Uh, collectibles? Yeah, it's like, like a collectible. So I give those, those thing, that thing, the thing ones. And those are, they're very fragile, though. So yeah. Exactly. Uh, so I'm still looking forward to that. I still want to watch that. Yeah, it should do good. Unlike the, uh, I'm seeing, I'm hearing bad things about the uh, the Shazam Part Two movie. Oh, really? Say they part this. I see that it's it looks like it's set for a tumble. It's not going to be like a like you know, it's not going to be a big movie. I mean, I'm sure it's going to make a lot of money, but it might not make back. Uh, you know, might not make a profit. Well, they're saying the the gun's taking over the DC universe now, right? So True. He's gonna, yeah, he's going to just like reboot the whole thing and get rid of everyone. Oh, that reminds me of something a little another little blurb I saw uh, concerning uh, the DC, uh, the Batman, and uh, what's his face, uh, Batflick. Apparently, uh, he back? No, apparently, uh, apparently, they want him to direct a like direct a movie or something. Yes. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. He, and he said like, and I think he, he like, I think, I think he kindly said like, hell no, like, yeah. <laughs> No, you, so back maybe three years ago, he was oh, so slated to direct and star in a Batman film. Oh, and he just dropped the directing role and he dropped the role, the whole entire entire role. Although we do see him now in, but uh, it, in it looks like it might be because of uh, the gun. It looks like he might not like the gun. Uh, and that's the uh, that might be the reason why I like it, like 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 you know, like f that guy. I'm, I not, I'm like, just saying that. Just my you know theorizing. I still I still like Batflex. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't mind. Uh, and so we have, so this is going to be a busy week for me. Um, I'm going to be at the California craft beer summit, uh, Sunday through Wednesday and then wow. fly what back on, for that? On, on Sunday tomorrow morning. Oh, okay. Cause I have that rare beer event uh, in the afternoon. So I'll be leaving at, uh, I think my flight leaves at eight 30 in the morning. Was that Sacra- Sacramento? Yeah. Sacktown. How many uh, hours is that? About 30 minute fly? No, no, it's an hour. I, and a half. I mean, think about it. I don't fly, so I assume yeah. it's fa- far faster than driving. Yeah, it's about an hour and a half compared to like a seven-hour really? drive. Wow, we're yeah. not that we're not that advanced yet, where we you can't get there quicker. No, you wow. cannot. Like the Brenda fly, like the pods. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we can't teleport there. <laughs> you can't use the uh, yeah the teleportation. Uh, you figure that should be a thing, right? That really should be a thing by now. Yeah. Um. And I'm flying back Wednesday night. So I was looking at the itinerary for that the California Craft Beer Summit. And it really is drinking from 8 a.m. to like 10 p.m. at night every day. So I don't know. Oh. I might I might not make it back. Just uh, no. You might have to carry on with the show by yourself by yourself after wow. uh, after Wednesday. Is this like so when you go to this this is it a summit? Is that what it is? A yes. summit? Uh, so what yes. does a summit mean? Like I see to me that makes it like I'm I'm imagining like um <laughs> What do you call it? like when you go like when you see somebody talk like speak? Yes. You know, um, yes. So it's like that, right? Is that yeah. the whole day you're doing that? The, yeah. Uh... So there's a keynote speaker that's opening, and okay. then there are sessions that go on throughout the day, and then uh, and then Wednesday's the, the closing session. I think Vinny, I think Vinny's doing the the oh. the closing session. That's cool. Cool. Um, and then there's there's sessions throughout the day, whether you're a brewer or you're um, you're in sales or you're in uh, like the legislative part of it. 
So there's different there's different I sessions agree. where you can hear so, speak or speakers talk. So it's almost like a convention too, because yeah, you know, I used to go to conventions back in the day. You know, the like yeah, I, I'm embarrassed to admit it, but like animation, like anime, like conventions, <laughs> like you you would have to pick what you wanted to go see. Yes. So so I assume you've already planned out your uh, what is it your itinerary? I believe, yes, that's uh, absolutely correct. I have. Okay. Um, the other thing is though, after the sessions, then and you already there's beers on the floor, right? Like there's, free flowing everywhere. Like yeah, uh, but. And then after that, there's like the welcome session, and then there's a the VIP session, and then there's like the the hangout and party with this session. Nice. I, I, I kid you not, there's stuff till like 10 p.m. every day. Um, and so I don't know how much of that I'm gonna. And surely it says like on the disclaimer, like like please do not get intoxicated. Like yeah, we'll have to, they have we'll to, to throw you out. I think they have to say that, but I don't think I've ever seen anyone thrown out of these things. Yeah, I'm trying to think about that. Too. I don't, yeah, it's 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 if it does happen, it's probably rare. And then fly back on Wednesday and then fly back out on Thursday night for Virginia for the uh, Dawn of a Dark nice. Day Festival at a Great oh, Theory. Nice. Yeah. So uh, I, I sent you some. Uh, <laughs> I sent you oh, yeah, some. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, you, you, know, bring that you, up. you know, I was going to bring it up. You, you, <laughs> you knew it. Like you knew. Like I don't remember that. Like, <laughs> uh, so they so they previewed the shirts that they were going to be uh, for right. sale, the limited edition shirts that were going to be there for sale. And, and I sent right. you the picture, and I said, "Hey, wait a second, aren't those the same shirts we had the last time?" Right. And then your response was, "No, I only have one shirt, and I don't think it's either one of those two. And I'm like, "Wait a yeah. second, there were three <laughs> shirts there last year." Was I that much of a jerk that I only bought you one and I bought me three? I thought I had at least two of the shirts because because I know I I know I which is weird because I, I initially when you showed me the picture for the for quote unquote the new shirts I didn't even recognize the one that I wore the most which is like that more like that GI Joe type one the, uh, yeah. the consumed beer the uh, you know I didn't even recognize that so yeah oh, so man. so that was on me and then the other one to the left I think that's the new one. Yeah. And then, and then, then you're like, no, you got all three of these shirts, the, the older <laughs> ones. And then I'm uh, like, let me, let me go look. And sure enough, I had all three of them. <laughs> uh, the, the, so I, I probably wouldn't have minded, but the, I, I had the PTSD from the Dreckerfest shirts. Oh yeah, where, yeah, where yeah, like, yeah, where yeah. you like insisted, like, like I don't, I don't, I don't have, that have that shirt. That shirt. <laughs> like I don't have that one. Like I have this one, but not that one. I got uh, chunk, and I got uh, the, uh, the other one, but uh, I don't have that one. I literally had to go back to the video of us doing oh, the yeah, show yeah, when you yeah. were with you wearing the shirt, <laughs> like like uh, Your Honor, like 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 I I submit this evidence, Exhibit A, Your Honor. Oh, that's a Guilty. that's a deep fake. That's a deep fake. Oh, oh man, oh shoot, that was too funny. So yes, you do have three adroit theory mm. shirts. I'm not sure yeah. you can handle two more, so I'm not sure. Well, like gonna, I said, the one, the, like I said, the one on the right, the GI Joe one, we have that one already. Yeah. So yeah. that one, that one you could that's that's an exile one. The one on the other one, though, the other metal looking one, that yeah. one we don't have. I I don't have that one. That's the Evangel the new Evangelion one. Is that? What I, you, I think so. Yeah, I think it is. It's more of a it's more like of a like a lot like a demon goat head skull. Yeah. With the, and it's more longer than the other designs. And I do yeah. gotta say, I love the shirts. I oh, love absolutely. The, I love the quality of the shirts. Oh I love yeah. The feel of it. I love the 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 printing process that they do on it. Yeah, they talk about that. I had no idea. It's like a something called discharger ink or something the, like that. Discharge discharge printing is oh, yeah. where it, it's in. And uh, Mark Osborne had mentioned it to me previously, where they apply colored based ink to the shirt that removes the black in the existing shirt. And so you're not printing over the shirt. It's the chemicals that are eating away at the black in the, wow. in the existing shirt. So oh. it's a more expensive process, but you get a shirt that feels better. 
Yeah. You know how you know those. And I assume it's gonna last longer, right? So the the yes. print's gonna last. Yeah. So it, it's I like the process. I love the. I think I wear those shirts right now more than probably anything else, just because of nice. the comfort and the. Uh, and, and and it just looked cool, like like flat out, like because oh, yeah. they look metal. So somebody sees it and they're yeah. like, "Oh, like, hey, like what band is that? <laughs> Never heard of Adroid Theory. What band is that, man?" And uh, you're like, "Oh, no, it's a brewery." But the and if you look at the email, it, he, he also says that there's going to be another limited edition shirt available oh. that's not out. They don't have a picture of it yet, I, which is so weird because you you would think now they've been doing this for for a while and they're like, "Wait, how many? I can't remember." Like nine? Is this nine? Right. You would think that they would print out a limited amount of actual shirts for the festival. Like this is the, you know, the ninth oh, yeah. anniversary or eighth or whatever yeah. it is right now. And that, you know, but they don't, apparently they don't have that shirt, right? That's maybe the this they time they, maybe this time they will. Oh, okay. And then they're having those Teku glasses, which looks super delicate. Man. Yeah. It's in a, yeah, it's, it's not a hundred percent Teku, but it's that same long stem design. Yeah. The, yeah. So I definitely get it. So my, I get one for one for part of my ticket. Right. Um, the VIP ticket, my, you get one of those. Plus, I'll have to pick you up one. I just hope it doesn't break it during the process of that uh, too. Also, there's only a hundred of those too. I so. know. So then you know what that means. That means that I, I'm going to buy it early on, and then I'm going to break it because I'm going to get like too many, yeah, uh, too yeah, many, yeah. Uh, too many Dia variants. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, that's true. Too many. Uh, yeah. What's the other? What's the other one? The the uh, the fruited one series called the Illusion yeah. of Safety. Illusion of Safety. Yeah. yeah. Too much. Too much illusion of safety. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if he'll let me buy it on Friday when I podcast from there. Oh. I should just say, "Hey, can I just pick it up now so I won't break it?" Might be an idea. We'll to like how much? How much? How much uh, pull do you have? Yeah. Uh, he. I mean, he's super nice. I don't. I don't know if I pull like that, but I, you can't have to ask. That's true. Uh, let's see. And then I just did that uh, Mostra uh, interview oh, yeah. yesterday yeah. with that yeah. uh, with Mike Arquinez, one of the co-founders of uh, Mostra. Super pleasant guy. So uh, oddly enough, not a brewery, but they are associated with beer. The, yeah, uh, the, the, as probably I would say, probably arguably the uh, the main supplier of coffee to beer, and probably not. You know, I'm not sure where they rank in that scale, but Mostra's probably every time you see a lot of we the beers we see, Mostra like Mostra beer Mo, or Mostra coffee, Mostra coffee in this beer. Yeah. So well, so we had a conversation with him. We'll put that up on the uh, on the website in a couple of days. Uh, he was telling me something that we, I'm sure we've had, but we didn't know at the time that it was Mostra. He was saying the first collab that they did was with uh, Alesmith, and oh. they they helped produce the Speedway stat with the Jamaica Blue Mountain. So we, there, so that's okay. That's the thing. Whenever you see like Jamaican, like the like the Jamaican Blue Mountain coffee, it it never tells you because you see this now like another like another like beer labels. It it's rarely does it tell you where it's coming from. Yeah. So we, so in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, you know, it's Jamaican. It's probably like a name of like a the company, but it's actually a style of beer. And so you don't, so yeah, so that, so that could be Mostra. That could be, uh, you know, another yeah. company. So you're saying so, that they, that's actually Mostra gave them. Yeah, the, they did year one and we've wow. had year one. So yeah, I was yeah. like, uh, we've had, we had that, we've had that beer. It was a great beer. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we're talking about the collabs that he's done and uh, coming with some of the history. It was a, it was a, and then I was telling him that, uh, I'm bottling my stout today, and so I did the dry beaning a couple of days ago, and then I'm going to do the uh, just cold brewed some coffee yesterday for the uh, for the prior to the bottling. So we'll see mm. how this comes out. It's interesting because now 
Now he obviously, you know, what, what would you, what do you call him? A co- he's a coffee connoisseur, I guess, or like a, an expert in coffee. Like yeah. how much, how much does he, how much does he know about like the brewing process? I'm, I'm sure he talks to these guys a lot, the, the brewers and stuff like that. So it does make, it does make me wonder like how much does he know about that? You know, he, he, he says when he does the collaborations there, it's a fairly close relationship during okay. that process. So he's in there. He's tasting the beer. He's trying to figure oh. out what's going to pair with it. He he was actually uh a, probably still is a current uh, chef, so he was yeah. trained. Mm-hmm. And he was a culinary. He went to culinary art school. Okay. So we were talking about how you know how that lends that that palate uh lends itself to uh, coffee and uh, and collabs trying to pair up the right beans with the uh, with the right yeah. beer. Yeah. So we'll post that up. Uh, I'll bottle those. Uh, those beers today and probably when i'm back from virginia probably kick some bottles over to you maybe nice. like maybe. <laughs> maybe uh what's next the grassi or last of us oh uh, uh, last of us about the last of us oh boy this is the last <laughs> this literally is the last of this show the last of the last of us <laughs> which 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 they literally finished the game so they so what part one is over now what happened? We, we remember we were talking about this probably at the last episode. We said, "Hey, clearly they've written this show to be like so the game would fit in two seasons, and then all of a sudden it just ends. In, it ends in this episode. Yeah, but you what know, happened? it's like it's like I was saying that like like you know, if you remove all the combat from the game, if you remove all the combat and redo replaying it over because you died, it's really only five hours of game. So Dang. it's so it's really isn't that it's really not as meaty as we think because you know we play games we'll sit there probably for ten hours fifteen hours trying to get past a certain scene, so technically it's only like a five hour game you know it's not it's not that long and, and I will say this the uh, this episode does follow the ending very closely it's very very closely you know, obviously they add the scene with the um, the uh, the mother the uh, the Ashley oh, Johnson yeah. uh, 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 little cameo thing yeah. there. So that's the one that's probably out of all the things in there. That's the one that's not in the game. That's just one they made up to to fill the filler for the uh, for the TV series. The uh, also a little side note though, going back to that last episode, something that I was mentioning that Ashley Johnson makes a cameo in this last episode. Uh-huh. The, the the prior one with the preacher, there was that one. The preacher had like oh, a, yeah. that best friend, and yeah. I didn't realize, but the friend is uh the voice of Joel in the video. Yes. Game. So yes. yeah. So yeah. So I was like, wait a minute, like like he's in, and it's funny because you look at him. And he doesn't strike me as a Joel in the video because you know Joel in the video game is like a pretty gruff guy, and he doesn't strike me as that guff that gruff type you know guy. But you know, he's a voice actor, so. Uh, you ready for another pour? Yes, I am. Actually, but I want to go to one of the uh, the jars, maybe. Okay, grab grab one. Remember, I tell you the labels were They're backwards. Uh, <laughs> like like uh, you're out here. I was scrambling, like I was scrambling, I was scrambling this morning to get this thing together. Oh gosh. What do you got there? So I got the, uh, this one says, oh, the green cheek. So this should be the big The Wakefield. Yeah, the Wakefield. Yeah. Nice. Like you're out here and I'm out there. <laughs> Too late. Uh, Cubans with the Jesus peace is what now, this is, this, is. Is this the regular variant? Or this is a regular one, right? I don't think, do we get the, I think we, is that the one we got? I'll tell you what's in it. It's I think everything had like a, everything had like bananas. A, a variant. Uh, plantation coconut rum barreled aged imperial stout with coconut mostra mostra. I'm sorry, mostra. Should keep, yeah, you remember. know what I was, I was I was just gonna tell you that like like you know we're talking about that. is it mostra or mostra? It's mostra. It's so mostra. mostra. Yeah, I gotta okay. I gotta say it right now. Mostra ghost bear espresso and Tahitian vanilla. Oh, 
What was that? This... What were our thoughts on Tunisian vanilla? Because I know we remember we did the bottle logic. Of, yeah. can we, can Who we, knows? Can we, can we go back that long? Your notes. Uh, this is 14% alcohol by volume, and this is a cola. It's a four-way collab. Oh, with Jay Wakefield Brewing, Goal, which I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that is, Moxa, okay. and Mostra. So the, oh, the, yeah. the ones that Moxa, you guys that's like one, a, that's yeah, okay, the ones you get confused. With, yeah, exactly. With, I was both, confused Moxa with, with yeah, Mostra, they're both here, so you don't have to be confused. Oh, okay. they're, like they're both here. I'll tell you right uh, now, just smelling this, it smells like caramel. Like, to me, it smells I, like and, caramel. Like, and I have my. And I have my official Mostra, or I'm sorry, damn, my official Mostra glass from mm. uh, Mostraland. Did I give you, you get you one of these from? Uh, a couple um, years ago? I, I don't you, know. Let me see. What does it look like? Is it conical? Yeah. No, I don't have any conical glasses. Nope. Nope. All right, here we go. Cheers. Was it? Ooh. Get a lot of booziness there. You know, 14%, you said. Yeah. It, it, so, so I'm waiting for I'm waiting for it to hit me in my, uh, like, a chest. It, it's so funny. We talk about mouthfeel and, like, the alcohol in the mouth. I never get that. I always get it, like, when it goes down right to, like, the start, like, of your, like, the esophagus area in the chest. But I'm not getting it, though. I'm getting. I'm definitely getting, like, the thick mouth mouthfeel, though. Pour all of that there. I'm going to, I'm going to, I don't know. I'm going to call shenanigans on the 14%. You well, just give it a second. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm telling you, when, be you know, when we get certain beers, be all and that goes down. I can feel the burning sensation. Oh, um, I did take a, I I did take a uh, Prilosecer before, so that, <laughs> that that might be reducing like the uh, like the it's effect. like it's coated now. My esophagus <laughs> is coated. You're good. Uh, my divorce coming in a couple of days. I think I got some good stuff there. Oh, we should just talk the about the last uh, the yeah, last uh, tour real quick. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot uh, about that. Yeah. They're changing the way they do business. So I, I I take part in that monthly subscription, which is a hundred bucks per month. Um, and they curate twelve beers. Plus you can buy whatever you want included right. in that crate and then it's free shipping. So now they're going to a different um model where you get access to like the high level beers, the exclusive, like the secret stash stuff. Okay. There is no monthly subscription, so they're yeah. not going to give you. I saw they have like a three different selection, like like a, a curated selection. Now you're saying that these are high level selections. That's what they're saying. That's what it says. Hmm. Let me see if I can. Okay. Uh... We'll, we'll we'll see. <laughs> has it has it popped up yet, or are they still working it out? Uh, I think they're still working it out. Uh, okay. Let me see if I can figure out the. Uh... Let me see if I can figure out where it's at. I, I know I sent you the link earlier. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Tavor Plus. Uh, Tavor Plus is our membership program designed for our biggest craft beer fans. As a Tavor Plus member, you get unlimited free shipping on tw- crates with 12 or more beers, oh. early access to releases on Tavor, exclusive Tavor Plus beers, Okay. and first access to waitlist beers. So, And it's 120 bucks. So, uh, so How much are you paying before? 100 bucks a month. Okay, so they increase the price to so so I assume it's gonna be more premium now. They're gonna make it a little bit better. Or they're just they're giving they're adding the 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 quote unquote free shipping. Yeah. We just we just added the shipping on there. And, and that's the way I look at it. The hundred and nineteen bucks is basically credit toward free sh- to your shipping. Yeah, that's what right? I'm thinking. Yeah. So if your shipping's at what, twenty to thirty bucks a, a, yeah. a pop probably? It can they, they probably get a they probably get a better deal on it, but yeah, it can be. So if you're if you're ordering six 
six times from Javor, then it probably is a pretty good deal. If you're not going to do it as often as that, which I was doing it 12 times a year. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, because it was monthly. Right, so right, right, I, right. I think I'm going to try because there's a, there's a promo yeah. where if you're yeah. a current member, you get 50 bucks off. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, so I'll I'll do it. I got I got two hands. Yeah, so yeah, I'm going to be interested. It's going to be interesting to see what the the first three, uh, you know, uh, quote unquote. Is, I assume they're boxes, box sets. That's going to be interesting. So and then you get to sit there and decide, right? Like, which one do you want now? Oh, like, oh no, but those curated uh, those curated boxes are for everybody. It's not just it's not the members. It's oh, so then the what's the, what's the members? Do? Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. So that's so anybody can get the box set. Yeah. Period. Yeah. The membership gives you access to other stuff. Yes, that's correct. Uh, and so and nothing comes. Nothing comes with it. Nothing. <laughs> the free shipping. You're, I mean, it's basically free shipping when you look. Oh at it wow! Way. So you don't get anything then. So yeah, basically, you're just getting access to the to the back, like the back room. Yeah, but you weren't getting anything. You weren't getting anything anyway, though. You well, weren't getting free beer. You were getting, that, you were getting the, the yeah, but initial boxes. But those aren't free beers, though. You're paying hundred bucks for the twelve beers yeah. and getting free yeah, yeah. shipping. So you're yeah. not getting you're not getting free beers. You were never getting free. No, beers no, 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 no. I know, but when you but when you pay hundred twenty nine, you're not getting nothing for that. You're not getting no, no beer. So no. so that so that so now you now you're not getting nothing now except for the like, okay. I'm probably got to listen to go back and to see what the all right. I get to send me the send me the the email that you have yeah. so I can yeah. It's basically oh. giving you free shipping on your stuff. Wow. But that's, that's still at 100. Shipping is not 100, 129. It's yeah, 29, no. I can see. But you get free shipping for the year. Oh. So if oh, you're okay. ordering, if you're ordering, so when you get 12 beers in your crate, it ships you for free. Okay. So if you're ordering. Oh, so if I have a question. About, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. 129, a one-time fee per year? Yes. Or is it monthly? No, per year, per year. Oh, oh, it's a pre. Oh, okay, my, my bad. And that's that. Yeah, I, I thought this was a, okay. a monthly thing. Now you and get you're not getting anything. <laughs> okay, uh, one one time is perfect. That's that's yeah. fine. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm gonna try it for a year. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a club. Basically, it's a club that you're getting the, the free shipping, and you're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And plus, you have access to the to the back room. And so, um, for my next crate, I got some Mortalis in there. I got some Equilibrium in there. And I got. I'm liking uh, this beer, by the way. The um, yeah, the, uh, the biggie smalls. And I got some other half coming. So nice, nice little shipment. Probably in the next couple of days. What are they gonna start getting? Uh, um, you know, you know what's a, a beer that that you had you had actually visit them. Man, we haven't had in quite a while. Is Treehouse? Yeah. Yeah. What's, what's yeah. Treehouse coming in? That's funny because the funny thing you mentioned because I, I was thinking I need to take, take a trip out to uh, New New England. Yeah, didn't did we joke about that? Like when you're getting the cases uh, <laughs> during like, Super yeah, Bowl like, weekend, hey, guys coming out with the, with the cases of the beer, and then you're like, uh, then you're like, like two, like you know, you're like, oh, like I'll just take two beers, like oh, like two cases, no, 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 just, just, just two cans. Two. Yeah. You mean you only open two? <laughs> oh, that is correct. And then I have to, mm-hmm. I have to explain myself. I have to take this back on the plane. Yeah, so yeah. And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. But that no, is funny people. though. That is funny where it's like, oh, like, oh, you, oh, you want two cases of of uh, of green, you know, green being one of their beers. Like, no, no, just 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 two cans. Well, in the context of it was, it was snowing. It was colder than than. And wasn't there I, a God game going what? on at that yeah. time too? 
the yeah. Super Bowl weekend. Oh yeah, yeah and yeah. the Patriots were in the Super Bowl. So, right, you know, it was like the worst of the worst of the, the worst. Guys coming in with the uh, what do you call the li- not the like the the lift? What is it called? The, the dollies. The, the dollies. dollies. Guys coming in yeah. with dollies. Yeah, for the, for the key. absolutely. People were rolling dollies of cases of a treehouse like you would not believe. Uh, that's uh, funny. It's funny, but it's totally. I could to- I could totally see that happening. I thought I was going to be in and out in about a half an hour to no, an hour. I think you showed me that line. You showed me the line, and it looked funny because you were freezing out there. Like you were like prepared. You weren't prepared for that. For that. Uh, that uh, what is that? New England weather. Where's that? Yep. That yep. New England weather. Yeah, it was like yeah, like man, you, I, I bet you wish you had like a like a like a like a Gore-Tex uh, like like high level uh, jacket right now. Yeah, that was that really was unbearable. I had my jeans, like just jeans and like jeans, like your your <laughs> denim, your uh, your Canadian tuxedo on, uh, 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 a hoodie with uh, with a little scarf, like cotton. The scarf like will cotton. help me. <laughs> cotton, fool, damned fool. Uh, all right, let's get into this Last of Us thing. This is so. Okay. I, 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 first of all, I'm going to say this whole season was a skip for me, just overall. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, like I said, like this last episode. It, I mean, I, I, I would say arguably this this last episode might probably only be like, I did like elements from the from the prior stuff, you know, especially like the the mushroom infected, or, you know, fighting, you know, whenever the, the whenever the infected are fighting, it's always a better scene. But I will say this episode, I do like because because in the game, this is probably the only thing I remember from the game, and it's probably the only thing that I thought was cool. Like the 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 reaction that Joel has in the end, which is totally yeah. like, well, wait a minute, like you know, so I actually like that. So so to me, it's like it's not that bad because at least it's, at least it's not they're not changing that. They're not going to make it be like where he changes his mind and like, oh, you know, no, they actually they they hold to the game. So I do. I will say this much though: I don't remember feeling as disturbed about that scene in the game as much as I was in the show. And but I you got to remember, yeah, I'll get into but, it specifically why. Yeah, but uh, but I think I know bit. why too, and it's probably something we forget. I mean, the game the game is pretty brutal. I mean, the game's brutal. I mean, like the TV series is brutal, but the game is also brutal. And in yeah. fact, I think the game might be even slightly a little more brutal because, like I said, the uh, Joel's uh, girlfriend. She's just like headshotting everybody in the game. It's like, wow, like this, you know, this game is not going to pull any punches. This is this is violent, uh, you know, like don't get in my way because I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you. So, yeah. Uh, look for the light. This is the uh, season finale, um, and uh, we see a pregnant woman running, which I really think right. should have just been the opening scene of the whole show. That's honestly. exactly exactly <laughs> that should be the open, or, or at least the prior to the introduction of the uh, of the. Uh, Alley. The alley character. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so she's running. She goes in the house. She locks herself in. Her water's breaking. The I believe the only cordycep in the show shows up now. <laughs> this is it's ponderous. It's ponderous. Like we finally get one. And it's, <laughs> it's ponderous. That's funny. Yeah. It attacks yeah, her. There's very little cordycep. It's, I, yeah. Is it because in the game we're con- you're constantly having to fight them, and so we think they're going to be through the whole story, and they're like, no, it's just like, you know, like you're just playing, the, you're, you're dying, and you're redoing the scene over. That's why you think there's a lot of them in the game. This is, uh, this is, here's the problem with this. I guess I'll jump to it now. The problem with this is it seems like there's so few cordyceps. Why do you need a right. uh, a cure? Exactly. Yeah. At this point now, it's like, what's the point? I, I think you could destroy them all at this point now. They're not even, it, even though they make it seem like they're a big threat, it's I, it's kind of like the Walking Dead where I don't think they're no longer a threat anymore. It's just like, they're just kind of like, don't go out wandering around by yourself, you know? It's like, you know. 
I've seen more know. human on human violence in exactly. the show. Exactly. They need to cure. You need to cure the humans. Not they, they need to cure yeah, humanity. We need to cure the, yeah, we need to cure. We need to cure our like our bloodlust for for each other. Like, what's your What's your line? Like you don't see them effing themselves over for exactly like a, like a damn exactly percentage. exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it raises a point that like, do we really need a cure? It seems like we're kind of post post apocalypse, right? You're kind of the you're. It seems yeah. like we're post cordyceps because we don't really see them too much. Yeah, stay 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 in your lane. Don't and, and stop stop <laughs> stop going to the the cities that have, that have that are infested by the infected. You know, and you know, and you'll be fine. But no, everybody's got to go out and wander around, and you know. Uh, let's see. So, uh, so she as she's bit. She, she gets bitten, the mom, and then she is born. And then the baby is born, Hell and so yeah. and then we find out later. But you know, you know what's going. I mean, I I know what's going on. It's like I said, like the other little the little Easter egg is that the mom is uh is uh Ashley Johnson, who I who I've known for a long time. In fact, she was a child actor back in the day. So she so I so I knew who she was, and I'm like, oh, it's the voice of Allie. So they're playing. They're having her be the mom. I get it. So um, so is the explanation is that. She, Ellie is born with well, a little bit of the cordyceps. Yeah, I think they're saying that apparently this thing it, it transfers so fast, which I, yeah. which I thought was kind of like a floopy thing. And maybe this is probably why they don't explain it in the game, like because uh, they don't really tell you how. Like you know, they're trying to explain this in the TV series, and I thought it was kind of because I, I was like, I was it, there's a follow up scene to that where Marlene, like yeah. when she when, they, when she comes to rescue uh, Allie, baby Allie. She offs the the mother, and I was like, "Think, wait a yeah. minute. What? What if the mother was immune to? Because uh, then you never get to point A to point B. She shoots her before that even happens. How do we know that she? They weren't just born with that immunity, you know? I I assume that Ellie is immune because she receives such a low right. dose of the cordyceps through the umbilical cord exactly. as the mom's severing it. Yeah, she, but I find that I find that I find that so bizarre when you think about poisons in the world and and how long it takes you. I mean, even even the strongest poisons in the world, you know, it, even like a bacteria or fungus, it takes a while to get into your body. I mean, when you talk about things things like a like a E. coli and like a salmonella, it takes a while for it to show up like in your body. You know, it has to like you know in, you know get there. This is almost like instantaneous. As soon as it as soon as she's like bitten and then she cuts it, like well, like maybe like ten seconds later, she's already infected. Ellie's got that enough enough of it in her. I'm like, eh, that's a little too far fetched and too quick to for this uh for this uh you know. And I I get it. Neil Druckmann or whoever the writers are trying to try to like explain away why, yeah. how she's able to, but what if the mom was already just immune, but you'll never know because Marlene offed her. So it's like, you know, and that's, you're right. Marlene comes in and she says, take her and kill me and make sure you give her my knife. Yeah. Um, and then we come back to the, uh, the present with we, Ellie and Joel. Yeah, I could have done. I could have done without that scene. Like, other, unless you put it earlier on in the series, just yeah. to get it out of the way right off the bat. But they're all like, "Hey, we need some filler. Let's let's explain how, where Ellie came from and why that why she's immune or why she has the uh, you know the 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 uh, the the the, the uh, immunity." Yeah, I'm assuming the, the intent was they wanted to put this in earlier and they just didn't. So they yeah, said, okay. Yeah. Uh, do you think that the you know, Druckmann and the other the writer, do you think that these are things they wanted to put into the game and they just they just didn't have the time in the game? So like, hey, mm. now they can now they could throw it in there now? Or do you think they just came out after? Yeah, some afterthought? I think they they need to they need to fill ten episodes. Afterthought then. Yeah. Afterthought. Okay. Uh Ellie's still kind of distraught from the the preacher guy. Um Let's see. He's gonna. He's trying. So he's really. He's really kind of talking to her now, like it's his daughter. Even though he right. says, like, "Hey, you're kind of like my daughter, but you're not really her." 
um, they have the giraffe, which which I found that wasn't a CGI was not a CGI giraffe. No, that was no way that was a real giraffe. They spent no more money on the giraffe than uh, the, the cordyceps. Wait, wait, the giraffe was a the giraffe was CGI. There's no way that was. No, real. it was real. That's why I, I no, saw it was real. no way. I gotta watch yeah. that again. There's no. I thought that was CGI. Uh, we see he's worried about her now, um, and uh, and then so they have that moment where she says, you know, we got to see it through no matter what, and then after that, like wherever you want to go, like I'll follow you. Like we're we're fa- we're fam we're family now. We're fam. Uh, and then Joel tells why did Joel tell that story about him him trying to off himself? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he's just yeah, it's it it is. But like I said, like this is pretty close to the to the game, and I guess he's trying to build like get closer to her, like yeah, like you know, like there was a point where I was gonna do myself in. Yeah, yeah. Do, do any it's and you're right though because she is kind of depressed. That for I'm not sure why, but she's like depressed and 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 and, and visibly in. You can see this in her. Like, why would he tell her that? Like, yeah. Unless he's telling her because like, hey, we could pull through it as a family now. Maybe because he does say like, I tried to kill myself after my daughter died, and then, uh, and then she goes, so time heals all wounds, I guess. And yeah. then, and then he says, kind of poignantly, it wasn't time that did it. And he looks at her, so you know, obviously it was her. Oh yeah, yeah. That that healed the wounds, which is really kind of creepy, and it gets even creepier it, later on. And 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 also, once again, gosh, man, this is a reoccurring theme with the with the Joel character and the Ellie character. Once again, they're casually talking, and as you know, as they're doing this, they're just like skipping and talking and singing and being loud, and and they get bushwhacked again. It's like, yeah. wait a minute, like what's, you would think at some point you would realize, dude, you know, we, we got to be stealthy and quiet here. Yeah. Nah, nah. <laughs> is it a, is that a flash grenade? What is that? What is that called? Yeah, I'm not even sure what it is. I, I, well, they, I think it's like a. I don't even really think it's a flash grenade. There was like a smoke grenade that they throw in there. Oh, is that what it is? It, it, yeah, it, it appears it, to be smoke. Con- but they get no because they get concussed. They get knocked out. Oh, yeah. But is there such thing as a, as a as a? I think so. No, hmm. I'm not sure. No, they get, I'm saying, but you're right though. They they do seem to go down pretty easy. Yeah, and then they're captured, and then. Uh, Marlene and Joel have the conversation, um, and she thanks Joel for delivering Allie to her. And then Joel's, where is she at? And then they have the whole conversation where Marlene says she can be prepped for surgery, for yeah. brain surgery. Yeah. Uh, and then they kind of explain what's happening. They say, they would, let me see. Cordyceps have, uh, have uh, the cordyceps gave her some chemical messages. And so during that, when she was born, and so the, the, the cordyceps thinks she's a cordyceps. Right. And that's why she's immune. Yeah, and so the doctor's gonna remove it and and duplicate it, and for um, some reason they know that it's in the brain. I guess it, I, you know yes. I, I'm not sure. I'm not maybe this is explained earlier and I just missed it, but like, yeah, for apparently it's in the brain. So so therefore it's so therefore you know we can't just take her blood. We gotta, <laughs> yeah, I'm like like why like, we're going huh? in. Like, yeah, we're going we're in. We're we take the brain out and, and look at her or something. I don't know. Yeah, and once Joel finds out that they're gonna go in and she's not gonna recover from it, then he starts. Uh, yeah. He starts uh, flipping out. So Marlene says, take him to the highway. If he tries anything, uh, kill him. Give him the knife, which is Ellie's knife. Yeah. And then this is where Joel loses it. <laughs> yeah. And the game, it's actually different. It's slightly different in the game where it's only one guy. He takes it out. He does it more earlier. We're in the in the, in the the series. They're walking down like the, the stairwell. And it's like three guys. I think there's three dudes that are with him. So it's a little bit more hard to believe like in the in the TV series where the game, it makes sense. So, it, it, although it is, although it's no less brutal because he just like massacres, he massacres yeah. them all. And in fact, he just starts killing everybody. He's just yeah. like, like, like you're all, you're all gonna die. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, this is like a psychosis for him, though. So something, something happens with him where there's a like a psychotic breakdown, 
And then I feel like I feel like Ellie stops becoming Ellie and Ellie becomes the daughter. Oh, I absolutely. Feel. Like what's absolutely. the daughter? What's the daughter's name? It, I forgot the daughter's name. Oh gosh, I forgot. Yeah. The yeah. You you're absolutely right though. He sees now he sees Allie as his daughter. And he's gonna no, do everything and everything in his power. But I don't think her. he's I don't think he sees Ellie as his daughter. I think he sees his daughter. Like I think, oh, absolutely, think... <laughs> absolutely. No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. Exactly. Because you don't, you don't kill like 20 people, like uh, you know, to 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 do that. You know, it's just like, wait a minute. This is like you really got to be hardcore into this person. You know. So I, I love this. I do love the scene in the surgery surgical I, room. Oh yeah. Well, here, here's a little Easter egg. See, that's here's a little Easter egg, and you probably don't know this because because you didn't even play the second game. But the doctor is actually related to somebody that's uh, one of the, uh, 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 I would say, protagonists in the second oh, game. Yeah, and, John told me. John oh, told yeah, me. okay, yeah. So the doctor is the father of the... Of, the daughter. You know what's going to happen to Joe in the second game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Her, oh, yeah. Her, oh, oh, she's the one that offset the daughter. Exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, John oh, told she gets me revenge. That they, in essence, yeah, she gets revenge. Yeah, John told me the doctor has a daughter in the second part. He didn't tell me that part. But I was like, uh, wait a second, that's like... Uh, it's like Red Dead Redemption, like Jack. It's like uh, it's like the daughter, no, yeah, like no, the the, yeah. the offspring getting revenge. Yeah, no, yeah, she, no, she definitely does. That's that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So he's saying unhook her, and the doctor steps up with the with the. Joel has a gun. The doctor gets a scalpel and says, uh, "I'm not going to let you take her." And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what's interesting in the game is you you have the choice you have the choice of not shooting the doctor. Oh yeah. But nothing happens. So you're sitting there for like an hour. Like waiting for like somebody something to happen and nothing's happening and you're like Stand I guess off. I gotta kill the doctor. <laughs> Stand off. <laughs> yeah, you're just standing there. If you don't shoot him, the scene doesn't uh, advance. Yeah, so he shoots him in the head, takes him out, like qu- quick headshot. Yeah, which is kind of weird because you assuming you assuming this is like a prominent doctor that now oh, they don't have yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but then see my my see this is the way I look at it too though. How do they know this is gonna work? You know, they, they really even it's like vaccines today. How did you know? And, there's a lot of trial and error. This is literally they're going on a hunch that this might work. You know, this might. You know, they don't even know she dies and now she's dead and we're still at at the at the same point. So they're they're taking a chance with this. You know, they could. You know, I, I mean, I, maybe you need to take the chance, but I, I think I'm with Joe on this. I think I I, I think I'm doing the same thing. Uh, let's see. He takes Ellie. He has the the standoff with Marlene in the garage, and then. Uh... Oh yeah, it's a good scene. And then, in kind of word cuts, uh, we've we, it's revealed that he shoots her in the garage. Yeah, you see the car, and you're, and I guess in both in both the the TV series and the game, there you see that's the camera's focused on him, and you might you kind of you, I think your first assumption is oh he left her and he's he's just driving off, and then the and then you hear I think Allie in the back, and then the camera pulls back and you see her, and you're like uh oh like, uh oh he took her uh oh what does that mean? And then uh, Marlene's like just let me go. And then Joel's like, "You won't if I do. You won't ever leave her alone." Oh yeah, and then he headshots her again. Like, like wipe them off. It's like, yeah, you just come after her. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then he's uh, he's in the forest with uh, with uh, with Ellie, and um, and so she. So I, I guess he said, you know, hey, you know, this is what really went down. And then she goes, T- "Swear to me, you're telling the truth." And he's yeah, like, "I am." Yeah. Yeah, he's like lying. He's like, he's like, <laughs> like I got a good poker face. Like, uh, yeah, he's like. Although, although, although I do know in the second game, he does. He does finally tell the truth in the second. Uh, game. Yeah. 
And then she says, okay, then the, the story ends. And the story, it, it literally just ends like that. Like, I, like, like, yeah. and you're like, like, wait a minute, that's it? <laughs> like, wait a minute. Yeah. I told John, uh, this is, this is, I didn't like the game. And yeah. this goes to show you I was correct. And I didn't like the game. I didn't like the show. I'm, yeah. I'm staying consistent yeah. with my, uh, with my, yeah. I think one of the one of the only things I liked about the I think part of the game and this in the series is the way that they they make Joel like he just takes every, he just wipes everybody out and you know he, <laughs> instead of going with the altruistic every like you know I need to sacrifice needs to be done for a man he's like nah no like like no way like I'm killing everybody and taking over so I do like that I don't know the official phrase but it's like some type of psychological displacement where like he sees oh, his, yeah. he, he over he overlays his daughter's image on Ellie's like face yeah <laughs> because if he doesn't he doesn't do what he does you know he just you know he, he probably probably gets depressed and you know and I was like oh it's yeah, it's depressing but I got to walk away and for the you know but now nah, he's like no nah, it's my daughter it's my daughter yeah I'm coming <laughs> oh Sarah, I think Sarah I think Sarah is her name I'm coming Sarah I, I got to say that you know I wish I don't feel like in the show there wasn't a, a big enough progression of their relationship. I think it happened over an episode or two. And I feel yeah. like if he's going to be that all out for her because of the relationship, yeah. then it yeah, needed yeah. to be developed better in the in the previous episodes. If it's just a psychotic episode where he's just like, okay, that's my daughter now, then I guess I get it. But mm -hmm. so the game was a skip. The show's a skip. My gosh, you know, I was just thinking about this. So I was wondering if, if maybe... You know, I, I don't know if the if the the creators uh, had they had already planned to off out Joe in the second game, but it does make me wonder. Like, hey, there's got to be some retribution from his actions in the first game, mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know. And, and and technically, Joel's not the main character. Ali's the main character, so you know it. I I know I know when it, I know when that came out, it was super controversial. That you know people because now people gamers are attached to Joel. And they're like, oh, you can't, you know, you can't kill, you know, you can't kill him off. He's like the main character, one of the main characters. And so that, so that yeah. was like a hard thing to accept for a lot of people. It, well, I think they both were game of the years for their years. So yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. I, I didn't play part two at all. I, again, no, I, didn't I, play I played, I played part one and I struggled to get through it because I wanted to drop out of it, but it was yeah. too far in. I, I couldn't yeah. I could quit. Yeah. Skip. There's like a watch. slight relationship between. Uh, oh, I did, I forgot to mention that I watched the uh, Mando uh, Part Three. Oh, the, uh, yeah, I'm actually I'm actually watching it. Yeah, I'm I, 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 I'm <laughs> watching it. It, it was out. a very odd episode, though, and, and I think there's some controversial and controversy in, involved with it. Where, where I mean, I, are, are, are we, we're we're done with the Last of Us, right? It's over. Oh, it was, are you so overall impression for the the season? Uh, it's I don't know. It was okay. It, it, you know, it, it didn't it didn't kill me, but it didn't it didn't uh, you know it didn't. Uh, I don't have this. I don't have the same feeling that I had for season one of The Walking Dead, where I thought I thought that was more oh, yeah. superior. So. And w will you be back for season two of this? No, I will not be back for season. Two. <laughs> I will not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I the only thing the only highlight of this show, as it relates to the cordyceps, was the one big scene with the beast cordyceps. Oh yeah, that, that was yeah. the only thing that had any remote interest. Yeah. It, the overall impression of this is that the cordyceps, uh, it, the uh, the epidemic, isn't as bad as 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 they think. As it we're is. making it seem <laughs> like. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's my final thoughts on that. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, the, so so going back to the the Mando, or as I call it, the Bo-Katan sh show now. <laughs> The uh, the Bo Katan it's no longer the man the well I guess it still is the man well because of certain events that happened in the episode three I guess she is the Mandalorian now so she literally really? yeah she's the Mandalorian now so 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 episode three is weird where 
where uh, it's like a two-part thing where one part's still focusing on the Bo-Katane uh, uh, Mando storyline with the, the the when he goes to the Lake Minnetonka and you know throws himself in the in there, and now he's redeemed now. So one part that, but the other part of the show is um, it's 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 I guess it's backstory from from a couple of the other characters. The one's the clone doctor, and I can't remember what his name is, but I'm sure like you know the, the glasses. The, the, the Kaminoan. Uh, not, no, he's he's a human, and he has like glasses. He's like oh. he's like the, he's like the the clone guy, and mm. I, you know who he is because he's been like in past episodes, and, mm-hmm. and I, I've seen him before. And then the other other character in this is the communication officer, the uh, I, I the, the female character with the short hair. So God, and you if you see it, you know who she is. Okay. And, so anyway, so so basically, like the New Republic has like this like amnesty program for the uh, for ex. Uh, uh, Imperial soldiers. And it, it's really weird though, because the show makes like the new Republic look pretty like awful. Like, and they're like, Oh, you guys stay over here. You have new jobs. We're giving this robotic therapy. Like, uh, like, so the, the clone guys basically becomes a pencil pusher. Like, huh. So like, he's no longer like, you can't, you can't do your cloning technology because it's like, you know, it's like, it's a bad thing. And, and then he, but he wants to do it. Cause he's all, he, cause he's, cause I guess his theory was I started because I wanted to save my mother. This is the reason why. And unfortunately, the emperor wanted, you know, the empire wanted for different, you know, obviously the emperor wanted it, you know. So so they're like, okay, you, you, you're going to be a pencil pusher now. And then the, the so the uh, the imperial communication officer, she befriends him. And, and then they want up that they want to go like, he wants to get like a, like a doctor, like a, a medical thing to, to, to redo his cloning things. And then, gosh, I swear there's several scenes in this episode where in the background, you can hear like the emperor's like theme in the background. Like, uh, and, and, and in fact, even when, when they, they, they go to a, a Star Destroyer and I swear you hear that. But it's like it's kind of like blended in with like whatever the Disney music is. And then, you know, it's and then it winds up like the, that the communication officer is like she's like a she's like a, 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 a spy. Uh, a and then she turns him in. And then, like, she tortures him to death in the end. So, nice. and I'm thinking that she's still like loyal to the Empire, and that, or, and and that she just offs him because his technology can't can't be have you know ha- taken by anybody else. So, so I thought I I, I know I, I know people it's like a divisive thing, and people are like, oh, like why was Endos boring? But I thought I thought it wasn't that bad. You know, it's like you know, and they portray the uh, New Republic as being really awful. Like they're really they're probably just as bad as the Empire now. So so it kind of sets up like the Disney. Um, was the new? Re- what is it? Not the New Republic. What are the bad guys called? The, the First Order. It kind of yeah. sets up why they take root and why people can follow them because they're starting to realize that the new re- the New Republic is isn't all as cracked up as it as it should be. I don't know. I, I thought it was interesting. <laughs> all I'm mean, hearing is I mean, that. I'm all talking hearing... about it. So I'm talking about it. So I'm like, you know, you know, I don't know. All I'm hearing is like nothing. Nothing happened. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> like yeah, no nothing action, happens. Like no but yeah, nothing, yeah, nothing really happens. <laughs> but but it, yeah, but it's funny because the Mando show actually winds up being like I think it's like ten minutes of Mando and like thirty minutes wow. of that. So and of course people They're are like confused. pissed. People online yeah. are like like it's not even Mando anymore. It's like now, now you got these other characters that nobody cares about and. It's, Wow, they're confused. Uh, and, like I said, no the, and, and in the end, ultimately, in the end, the Bo-Katan goes back with the Mando to the uh, the, the Mandalorians, and they they accept them both back. So now they're all now she's a now she's uh, a Mandalorian again. So that they that they that they have sex in the Lake of Minnetonka. No, no but you know what's so you no. know what's a weird thing about it is 
I don't read. Oh no, she actually did go in there. So technically, she does she go into the go. waters yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They both go into the waters. Yeah. And now she has his, her helmet on the whole time now. Oh yeah, she's got her. Yeah. So far, she hasn't taken the helmet off. So she's can't still take, yeah, can't so, take it yeah. off. They they even asked. She even the armor even asked her, "Did you take? Have you taken your helmet off?" She's like, "Nope." And you know the tell man, "Oh nope." She's like, "Oh now, now you're now you're one of us now." <laughs> yeah, the bow contain show now. It's a skip. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep watching it though. I'm still. I'll, wait, I'll wait till the, the the season's over. Maybe like Ben will binge okay. watch it with All some right. uh, with some green cheek or everywhere beer or something. Oh, good lord! I'm watching the uh, UFC. This guy's hyperextending this guy's leg. His like knee. It's like it's like bent. Like it's like a bowl. Like. <laughs> hey, so what did you think of that being mindful uh, everywhere? Double yeah, it was good. It was did good. You enjoy that. Yeah, it was good. It was. Yeah. A, I would say it was a. a, a it was a more balanced uh, uh, um, double Indian pale ale, hazy. Uh-huh. I, I, thought it, I thought it was a little bit more tropical than I was expecting. So I, I was thinking it was going to be more like a monkish type style. Uh-huh. Oh, it was yeah. a little bit more maltier, sweeter side. Yeah, yeah good. No, I'm a big fan of that. I'm going to go get some more of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've been, mm. I've been, I've been drinking that left and right. These days. Wow. That seems to be my go-to for uh, wow. for uh, beers these days. That, 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 um, that's a that's a good compliment, considering that you have access to like monkish and you know yeah. green cheek and monkish. Yeah. Okay, Degrassi Junior High should be about three minutes long. What are you talking about? <laughs> I have like I have like a whole thesis. <laughs> Real quick, I have like a whole thesis on this. <laughs> what the heck is going on here? Uh, like, kiss me, Steph. Um, th- what did, what year is this? I didn't get a year. Uh, nineteen eighty-seven. It was nineteen eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. All right. Episode season one. Episode one. And this is this ran on PBS. That is correct. Our, so, Canadian, our, actually, I think it was originally the Canadian broadcasting uh, uh, thing, and then I think PBS got it. Yeah, so it's a it was a Canadian based show, and then eventually right. was aired on PBS locally that, for us. Yeah. All right. Let's oh, do you want do you want to pour another beer? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I definitely need. Like, do you need beer. it? <laughs> yeah. You want to do the other? Great. Uh, you want to do the green cheek and keep on going heavy? Okay, we can do that. Yeah. So let me pull Doing that. I'll, I'll I'll be humming the uh, theme song from uh, Degrassi, like like wake up in the morning feeling kind of lonely. I gotta go to school. Well, you should have told me to to add that to the police. Add that to the police. I, I don't think you. I don't think you probably not. You probably have to like pull it from the from yeah, the video. From YouTube, I probably I could sure. I could have did it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so it's a collab. This is quite called Twice the Bird in. Oh, twice, yeah. oh, Twice the Bird in. I get it. it's a pun. Bird it's a collab in. between Green Cheek and Horace. So, you know, Ooh, this is going to be sweet. Wheels. Yeah, that's exactly. I'm expecting pastry, uh, or as I like to call it, a uh, meat, uh, what do you call it? Meat stout. Uh, a Horace style Imperial stout aged in bourbon barrels twice. I don't see, oddly enough, adjuncts on this. Interesting. It has to. It's got to have coconut because Horace <laughs> is known for their coconut. Super sweet with a lot of, lots of coconut. Um, Fifteen point three percent. You know what's so weird is like I just took a sniff of it, and man, I swear the alcohol just like went like right down. Oh, like the, yeah. Uh, let me see. I gotta get a glass. Mm. Uh, so this and, is the and, one. And this beer. is also like I would consider this like a like a white whale too. No, this is this is a four point five. Very few check-ins on this beer. Really, and you yeah, know I think what? It's probably like two hundred check-ins, at barely over two hundred. And you know what I was going to say? So this this says uh, there's only a thousand bottles produced. I Ooh. I have six eighty five of one thousand. Nice. Yeah. Um, but there I was going to say that I got was gifted this by Brian Rosso uh, from uh, from Green Cheek when I was wow. at the Wow. Fest. 
Wow. So he, I definitely hooked this up with the beard. Uh, yeah, I a white thank whale. You. Is I, it I really a white whale, whale huh? I, two, 200 check-ins, uh, only 1,000 bottles, uh, uh, wow. rated uh, rated over 4.5 on Untap. Wow. Yeah. Do you, you smell any adjuncts on it or no? Um, I get that I get that horse like that horse smell the uh, that sweet uh, yeah that sweet smell. All right, All here right, we go. Right. Cheers, Rosette. Ooh, that's boozy. Ooh, Ooh boozy and that's sweet. Twice, and that twice is very the barrel. Boozy. Did you say fifteen percent? Yeah, no adjuncts though, right? There's no adjuncts in this. It's just a straight up stout. Fifteen point right. three. Very, very also very viscosity. Very lots of viscosity on there. Yeah, it's a, it's thick, thick mouthfeel. It pours thick. Man, that's almost like close to like a like a like a Black Tuesday, and it's because I guess the ABV is so soft. You're right though. I'm not really getting adjunct. No. It's got to have coconut. I dem- it's got to no. be coconut. <laughs> I demand. Like I d- Horace is like known for like Horace and like it's like three cheese are is it three three cheese or four cheese? Yeah. They're known for the uh, the coconut. It seems like I could pour this on my pancakes. It's like it's super thick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's right in your ex. It it's does have like sweet. Yeah, it's it's weird because we talk about like the palate, like. You know, I'm. I feel like I, there's a little coffee in there, like a little uh, maple in there. Yeah, like I know That's it's gonna be from there, the malt. But my, but my, malt. my mind is like, you know, the green bill, all those chocolate malts. That's very good and very hot in my chest, as opposed to the yeah. uh, the biggie one. I didn't get the sensation. Now I'm getting the sensation. Yeah, no, I'm getting a bunch of booze on that. Oh yeah, Ooh. you're feeling that fifteen percent. Yeah. Also, this is like a couple of years old too. Is it? I think oh, it came is it out really? originally. I think it originally came out in two thousand. From them, so this is actually like a like vintage. Uh, I don't see. Uh, I I want to say it's I want to say it's two thousand. No, not two thousand one. I mean two thousand twenty. My bad. My bad. <laughs> What's my bad. Two thousand twenty. Like what? Two thousand one. That would be like it'd be like a space odyssey. It's a space odyssey. <laughs> I don't see a date on this. I'm sure it's probably. Yeah, I have to look bottom. it up on, on tap. I believe it's two. I want to say 2020. Man, that is uh, boozy and thick and sweet, and it's it definitely has the uh, the trademark uh, horror sweetness. Yeah, right? yeah. So thanks to Green Cheek for uh, yes, for helping us out with that bottle. Uh, all right. This episode's called "Kiss Me, Steph." Or as it, I call, as, as, as I call it, it, like 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 the mo- like like the the molestation like uh, episode. Oh, see, see, you have you have it. Uh, yeah, see, I call it Steph whores it up. But okay, well, I like your I like yours. I like yours better. Yours is. Better. I mean, it's a very creepy episode. Yeah. I imagine. I, mean, I can imagine the directors when they're telling like, oh yeah, everybody, everybody's got to kiss her. Like like oh, like oh, like oh, Joey. Oh. Got or you yeah. Know, yeah, like Pat. A, like Pat. Like you got to get in there. Like like kiss her like hands or arms or neck. It's like very. Is this weird. the director living like uh like uh, is he like uh? By, I think I mean, like I said, this is the eighties, so maybe it's like because they know like they know like it's like powder. Is this like powder? It's like powder. <laughs> Bear in mind, this is the award winning show. So I mean, I'm sure nowadays it probably wouldn't cut it, but I, I, this is you know this 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 won uh, fame, great fame back in the day. All right, let's see. Uh, so Steph and her brother Arthur, Arthur, yeah, have a conversation at the beginning where she's embarrassed of him, and mm-hmm. apparently the mom has just gone through a divorce and is Absolutely. taking back her maiden name, and so yeah. so Stephanie also has taken the mom's maiden name of K. Exactly. I don't know what the heck Arthur's at. Yeah, Kal- 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 Kalapowski or something yeah, like that. Uh, something Arthur like Kalapowski. Yeah. Uh, 
so Stephanie, as soon as she's an eighth grader now, and uh, so she she goes to the bathroom and basically changes all her wardrobe to all the conservative very, clothing that she she's yeah. wearing. She takes it off and and I call it she new waves she new waves herself. Yeah. You know, she puts on the Cindy not I would say Cindy Lauper, but like the Madonna look. You know, the, yeah, uh, that's yeah. accurate. That's accurate. Does the hair? Does the makeup? Removes a bunch of the clothing. Yeah, yeah. And I guess she has a best friend named Vula. Vula. Um, yeah. Who? It's almost like she's like a Puritan. Like she's dre- she's dressed like very very conservative. Con- very conservative. Well, I, well, I assume I I think their assumption is meant to be that Stephanie was probably more conservative. And to think, you know, to me, this is also realistic because you know, I mean, I know this, not maybe not for myself, but other students that I've seen. Like they would come in one year, like uh, maybe conservative for a certain way, and the next year they're completely they'll be goffed out. They'll be completely different. So this is not like a, a far fetched thing. Yeah. For for Vula, she's like still conservative and still you know intelligent. Whereas Stephanie's like, oh, I'm done with that. Like it's time to like I I you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna go this path now in my you know as a kid. So she she changes, and then we get introduced to one of the other main characters, Joey Jeremiah. As, yeah, Tony Tony Jeremiah. Yes, <laughs> one of my favorite characters. <laughs> And, and bear in mind that he must have made a, a big impression on the on the writers because he he literally sticks to the entirety of 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 uh, of both shows. Very creepy character in this episode. Very creepy, <laughs> and bear in mind, and, and he doesn't change through the whole through through oh, all geez. junior high and high school. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Which is first because it's interesting because when they introduce Joey, the he has like Napoleon complex or, or yeah. what do you call it when short people. The first thing he does is he bullies Arthur. <laughs> So he, yeah. not only did, not only is he like a lech, like a molesting lech, he's also yeah. like a bully, which is really weird because Arthur could literally pound him. He's, he's, if he's, he's, like, <laughs> he's actually you're right, he's heavier, but he's also like a more nerdier kid, and, yeah, and, and I'm assuming intelligent kid too. Yeah, and also like one of the, one of the kids, there is a taller, there is a taller kid that's friends with Joey. As far as I remember, that kid apparently didn't make the grade. And I think, and I think they just dumped that uh, guy. I think it was like an extra, and they they get rid of him. The, uh, oddly enough, pretty much all the main characters are shown in the first episode in the background, so you can see them. In okay. fact, one of the kids wearing the Iron Man shirt, that the the tall blonde here with the Iron Man shirt, he winds up becoming like a like a a a, a popular character. Uh, you said Joey locks Arthur in the closet. Steph is going to run for president. Yeah. Um, and Vula is going to assist her with the po- with the campaign. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's that weird thing where, <clears throat> excuse me, weird thing where they're in the library, and then like Joey's like whistling at her like a creeper, man. It's 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 literally it's literally all the stuff they're not supposed to do nowadays. It's, it, it, bear in mind, this is the '80s, and you know, I mean, it, you know, I'd be lying to say that we didn't do this as kids, and we know. Like, I mean, I'm not I saying that, that. I, that I ever whistled that <laughs> because I wasn't really. But if I if I didn't know somebody that, that didn't do that. Are like call, oh, are yeah. like you know are like a call yeah. out to you know females like that and bear in mind it's also worked both ways too it wasn't just males doing it to females the females I have plenty of female friends that did the same thing back you know to to males so it's, I think it was just like a thing that we just did as kids is it like cat calling is that what the cat calling cat calling there you go cat I was I was the Arthur character no doubt <laughs> my build yeah. was like well that's, that's why was... I joke joke like like Tony, like Tony there's a reason why I called Tony Tony Jeremiah and Tony, Tony might not as might not been as bad as Joey in fact I think Tony was actually cooler than than him but it's it's just like because he looks like it he's kind of like he has that high charisma in the pro on the program <laughs> Uh, I would say my build was like Joey, like scrawny and tiny, but my but I was like oh, no. Arthur personality wise. Oh, oh, I see. You know, no, we were all Tony, myself, all our friends, even Mark. We were all built like like Joey. We were all small, <laughs> and we were all super thin. Um, Mark sent some old, gave some old pictures. Man, it's it's like a, it's like we were like a former shade 
of what we are now. We were like, gosh, I was probably like about 90 pounds. Like when I first got into high school, yeah. like, so I was super small. <laughs> and bear in mind, this is junior high too. So he's even smaller. Uh, let's see. She gives a speech and then Joey just starts kissing her. And then they all want him. It's like a, the mob, like the, like it's like, like a the mob, mob rules. Like, like if you listen to fools, like the mob rules. And they're telling her to take off her clothes. It's yeah, like, what's going well, on it, here? It, well, it gets, well, what's first happening? thing, first he's, first Joey's mashing. He's just like molesting her. Jesus. And then everybody starts kissing her. But then like, the second time around when they're doing the speech and now like, they're all like, oh, like, like take off your clothes. The weird thing about this is this isn't far-fetched because I remember being like in school, like, like, like there was weird stuff like this. I mean, I mean, I could, I could even remember a time like, a, and I assume that drug might have been involved with this doing a, a a student like a rally like a like a, a rally for a football t- one of our sports teams and one of the females just like going down to the bottom and taking off all her clothes you know so so you know weird stuff like that was happening like in school now i'm not sure why maybe for like emotional reasons drug reasons or whatnot but people were and then people would go to them on like you know like when when the when the girl was you know taking her clothes off or doing this and that Everybody would sit there and start goading them on. Like instead of being like, instead of covering them up and you know helping them. Nah, are you kidding me? This beer is excellent, by the way. Yeah, it is. It is very good. Wow. For, at fifteen percent, it's crazy how good it is. Super sweet. It's sticky. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. She wins, and then she she doesn't realize that she wants to just win. She just actually doesn't want to fulfill the, the role of. Yeah. She just president. wants to be president. Well, think about it. Think about this. this goes, it's a popularity contest. Yeah. The president's like the, the most popular uh, person you know, or one of the most popular person. And I can go back and look at my high school, like, you know, junior high and high school. Those were always the popular kids. So you want to be that. Yeah. She doesn't want to do any of the work, but she wants to be the yeah. status. And you also realize at this, at this point too, that, v- that Vula, in fact, Vula, when Vula's like a, She's uh she's she's giving the speech and and kind of she's actually pr- progressive. She's telling her about like we need to, we need this and this and Stephanie's I don't care I just want to be I just want to win you know and but where Vula's like progressive and you know more yeah. advanced for her for her age and oh we're gonna we're gonna do this and this but so so there is kind of like that weird thing and then you realize that Stephanie doesn't care she's like I just need you for for your your oh. your intellect and your oh. speaking. <laughs> Yeah, then at one point Stephanie thanks Joey instead of Vula. Oh Vula yeah, yeah, which is off. yeah, which is yeah. Well, see, see, I love that scene. Like, like I like I want to thank the most important person, like in my in my. And you think Joey. Oh, it's gonna be Vula? No, it's like Joey Jeremiah. <laughs> it's like like huh? Because even Joey's like huh? Like what? Like oh. Uh, so uh, at one point, so then uh, uh, Steph saves the brother from Joey in the locker. Um, Vula tells off Steph and here, take oh, your yeah. bangle back. Um, and then at the end of the school, this all happens in the, in the time span of one day or no? It's it's not, and it's not. It's it's it's, it's <laughs> even though they're wearing the same clothes, or it, there's there's very few background uh, uh, changes. Although although there is something of an interesting note because one of the one of the characters, Snake, the, one of the other guys that runs for president, the tall blonde guy, he's wearing an Iron Maiden. He's wearing two different Iron Maiden shirts. So I thought oh, that was okay. kind of cool that they actually go like they're probably like at some point like hey like here, here's another Iron Maiden shirt. Wear this one. So days have passed. Yeah, days or, have passed. Yeah, this is not. Yeah, it's not just one day. It's. Oh, that's I mean, think right. She's even wearing different clothing too. So you know. Also, uh, I didn't know very revealing clothing for junior high. But I was, but I was just thinking back to this, as kids, and I remember like my junior high years, the girls were wearing very provocative and revealing yeah. clothing, especially yeah. like those dolphin shorts. Like n- nothing could ever be more scandalous than those than the than those split dolphin shorts that yeah. girls used to wear. Yeah, how you got away with that, and that was not like a like a like a bannable or like no no nobody cared. Teachers didn't say anything. Like the students loved it. So, 
Well, the one uh, here's so, to be, speaking about the teachers, Stephanie has that one creeper teacher too. <laughs> like, which one? Which one? All the males yeah. in the show seem kind of creepy. They, the, the well, they don't the say sash. anything. The they don't the well, see. But also, this, here's the other weird thing. It's it's something you notice immediately about uh, this I'm, Canadian. I'm worried about uh, Canada. Yeah, I'm exactly. Canada. Canada's very open minded. They're very loose. progressive and liberal because it's a very diverse school. I mean, you immediately see yeah. that. You see, you know, you see a mul- multiple different races. You know, yeah. the uh, so it's There's very a kid diverse. in a wheelchair. They, yeah, yeah, they, it's they very made an effort to diversity cast. I talk about kid in the wheelchair. Then later yeah. on, Drake would actually wind up in a wheelchair in the program. So, oh, okay. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget, Drake was on the uh, the next generation portion. Ah, okay. Yeah. Uh, she gives the bangle back, and at the end of the day, she the Stephanie character is transforming back into the conservative. Conservative. Like, she can't go, so back, she can go home back home with the in her new wave uh, form. She sees the brother, and the brother agrees to help her now that uh, Vula has uh, left her, and that's the episode one. Yeah. Also, like I said, like Joey just like bullies constantly bullies uh, Arthur in this. I think at some point you would get tired of that, but uh, you know, no, nah, she's constantly bullying him. So let me ask you this question: uh, There are almost zero likable characters in this show. At some yeah, point, I, do the characters you know you're likeable? right though. You you are you're right though. I I don't think you're. I think as going along to like the entirety of the series, there's probably maybe like one or two kids that you will start oh, to like boy. that that don't do, but. As teenagers, we always did weird, crappy things. And this, this kind of like shows all the crappy stuff that everybody does. Even when you think you're right, it's wrong. So it's like, so that so that's why I like it. You're right, though. There's very few characters that actually go through like, hey, I'm not going to do that bad thing. Like, because there, there's always going to be a fall where like, oh, 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 give me some of that LSD. Like, you know, it's like, you know, or, or, or hey, like, I'm not going to wear that condom. Like, I, oh, I don't need it. <laughs> Bear in mind, these are all stories that are, gonna, that are coming yeah. up. So, yeah. yeah. So, this, so I'm not just making this up. This is all no, like. No. Yeah, yeah, no, I read the uh, wiki, the Wikipedia. Page oh, okay, on, yeah, uh, it's on... very, and, and it's very dark. And in fact, one of the characters that they show early on, uh, uh, there's that one scene where then the where Vula's talking in the library to Stephanie, and then Joey's like like cat calling her, and he's like, ooh, yeah. The 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 character next to Joey wanted to become like a one of the main characters and a best friend. That guy had a literal. Uh, Art, our life imitating art situation. Wow. It, his real life almost mimicked. Or I would say actually mimicked, and might have been worse than the than the character arc in the in the Degrassi. So it does make me wonder: is it possible that Degrassi like influenced the, uh, the, the, <laughs> the negatively, the like negatively? Yeah, it's like weird because like you know they they gave him this weird arc oh, on the t- on the series. And then in real life, it it literally happened, and and it's very depressing. And we get to when we get when he, his character comes up, I'll tell you like it's very depressing. So it's like a. So you so when I see this this pilot and, I, and mind you you've seen this a number of times I've never oh, seen a this number show of times. before so oh, it's yeah. the first time I've seen this yeah yeah I'm thinking Arthur becomes a prominent character or no um not necessarily not wow. necessarily not, bear in mind that, that I do think he I'll tell you one thing he lasts longer than Stephanie that's for sure really so, yeah yeah I, and I think that, I think the show was probably built around her because she's in the pilot but at some point I think I think this I think in season the third part she. Season three, she says like ah, I don't want to do this anymore. So they so they casually explain her off the show, but she does she does survive the first two seasons. I think Arthur Vula? actually lasts longer, but what about uh, but Vula? changing his character, I'm not, not not so much. What about Vula? No, Vula, not so much either. I think she still says <laughs> kind of no. You know, you're right though. There is I think there is one arc. In fact, I think the next episode actually has Vula. I think she's like the main one. And yeah, so 
Yeah, so a bunch of unlikable characters is what I got out yeah, of Yeah, they're pretty uh, much all unlikable, though. They're, they're pretty much all. It's like, and I think that's like the whole point. I, think, I don't think you're supposed to like them. I think that's like what? the whole, like, what? like gist of it. Where, like, you know, like, like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Like, don't, like, 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 that's why it's very subjective. Like, what is the good guy? Like, especially in high school when you were oh, junior high, true. when you were doing this, like, weird stuff. Yeah. Um. I texted you last night because I was uh, hanging out with a friend for uh, St. Patrick's Day. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, my, so you saw that my so-called life? Yeah, yeah, of course. And 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 the reason why I, you know, it's uh, for very shallow reasons. I I was, you know, I was I was attracted to uh, Claire Danes. Claire Danes. Claire Danes. Really? I thought she was like a you know, <laughs> really? short red hair. I thought she was cute. But I think I was more attracted to like the other co-stars. Leto. <laughs> No, Jordan Catalano. <laughs> well, well, I texted you back, and I'm like Jordan Catalano. Like, like nobody knows, and I'm like they're like who? I'm like, huh? What are you talking about? Like, oh. like, are you drunk? No, no, Jordan. Jordan's uh, Jordan Lidolo is hot. Like, and he literally wears like a like a puka neck. He wears a puka shell necklace in there. In fact, he wears that old school uh, the, the uh, poncho. The, the, is it the, the poncho? poncho? The, old, the Mexican. Oh, the, the, basically, funny. he looks like a surfer. He's got that long straight it's hair. Puka shells, exactly. But the five hundred ones and the five hundred ones and the vans. Yeah, I don't know if that's funny because I sent you that article. And it's like Jordan Catalano, like like borderline illiterate. <laughs> oh. is, but it makes me wonder. Was he? I think in the show he's pretending to be stupid. Quote, quote stupid because he wants to get closer to the claire danes character you know and she and she she's has a crush on him she wants him badly because he, he's hot i mean you know come on i mean do we not want to be around you know we want to be close to hot people you know as shallow as it is that's the way it goes you know and but you're saying there's another attractive woman on the show oh yeah well her friend like the alcoholic like 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 burnout character and I can't remember the actress's name, yeah. but I I want to say that she was the daughter in the set in the Escape from L.A. movie. Oh, the one that Snake goes after in the movie, and she winds up being like the same character in so my so called life. Like you realize that oh, like what am I like what am I doing here? So yeah, I'm trying I can't to remember the, her name. Uh, and also also one of the first shows that I remember having an openly gay character, teenager character. Who was I can't that? Remember, I think it was a Hispanic actor. Um, Enrique Vasquez played by Wilson Cruz. Uh, yeah, the cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The actress she has like a weird name to the the actress I'm thinking about. He's got like an odd name. Devin Odessa. No. Uh, Ag Langer. We. Ag Ag Langer. There you go. Oh, that's the friend. That's the friend. That's the alcoholic uh, screw up friend. Yeah, well, it, it was, you know, I would say that I say it's an okay show. It, the thing about it is it's built around a, fe a female character. So I'm probably not going to be like, you know, I wasn't really into it as much as Degrassi's everybody. Degrassi's, you know, you know one one shows boy, uh, male, a female, you know, you know, it's got everything. So it's all over the place. Whereas my so-called life is Claire Dane's story and then the characters okay. around her. A.J. Langer escaped yeah. from L.A. Bro, yeah, yeah. Right. She was. She plays the same role. She plays that same <laughs> snotty girl that the in in the my so my my so called life. She's the I want to say she's the best friend of the main character, but she's awful. You know, she's she's drunk. She's constantly like doing bad things. So you know, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it, it, I'm glad it was 27 minutes long. I, yeah, I yeah. They're, they're short. I'm <laughs> telling you. I, I, after I was done watching it, I'm like looking up. I'm like, oh, God, I gotta watch part two now. I gotta watch a second. One. I gotta watch a third. I gotta watch a fourth. I gotta, like. I, I don't know what it is about, it, but I, I'm. It's a show that it always resonates with me. 
even with even like with the politics and like the progressiveness of it, I'm like, it's still a great show because everything that's happening on here is the stuff that I remember as a kid. I mean, and I we're laughing, you know, like, when I say laughing about it, but we're talking about how it's like it's like, wait a minute, like Joey's just like he's just like molesting her. Yeah. And I'm like, man, like you know, like I, I, that's not something that I, that's not like that didn't happen. Those, those things, yeah, it's not it's not far fetched. You know, and the teachers teachers don't care about even the bullying. Teacher teachers did not care about bullying back in the day. You know, it's like cause now you see and you go like, wait a minute, why isn't Arthur? Why are the teachers stepping in and and, and you know and 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 chastising our our yeah. our you know? Back in the day, like it seemed like nobody cared. You know, the only thing I remember in high school, heck, you could even smoke at Chino High back in the day. You know, like, hey, hey you gonna smoke? Go over there to the corner over there. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. We could, Chino, what? Chino had like a. The, Wait, what? If, if you were you're doing eight, it, like in the 18, quad area, if you were eighteen. And no, no, you didn't have to be eighteen. If you were in the what? quad area doing it, you were gonna get in trouble. If you were doing something, but there was an area by the by the baseball field, like the that was in the back. Know. If you were out there sitting over there smoking, nobody cared. Like even the, pro- the practice never went out there. They were also older. They never went out there and they never cared. And that's bear a cigarette. That's culture, a cigarette. That's just cigarettes, though. Bear in mind, you, just bear in mind that Chino back in the day was a very uh uh what's it called? Uh Farmers of America, very uh, rural. Very oh, yeah, uh yeah. rural. A lot of that was built on tobacco, like a lot of like people uh, like the kids would come in were like would chew like the, uh, the draw, like skull, the draw, like skull. Skull, skull, exactly. Skull. <laughs> you'd see that you see that mm-hmm. round the back in the back of their 501 jeans. You see oh, that little yeah, round imprint of the yeah. <laughs> Like baseball, the baseball players were allowed to oh, chew. Absolutely, the absolutely. Yeah, you knew the yeah the baseball players <laughs> were, were chewing it. Got to yeah. put a pinch yeah. in. Yeah, give me a pinch of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was very rural, you know. Wow. All, All right. right so what do we got here? Cicerone. Let's go jump into Cicerone. Oh, okay. Episodes five through six. Let's go. We'll do, we'll do the practice right. test. Five, here. six, seven, eight. Yeah, and five is oxidation and light struck, which we know a fair amount. This should be pretty easy, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, what so the question first question for session five is uh, what flavor changes occur in beer as it gets old? Yeah, well, so, I, well, obviously the beer, the beer, the beer starts to get more maltier. The hops start to drop off. The the malts start to come forward. We I call it maltier, and it's it's a misnomer, but it starts to get sweeter as yeah. the hops drop. The beer starts to get sweeter. Yeah, and then eventually it, beyond that, well, it, 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 he uses that phrase like wet paper or wet cardboard. Yeah, is that for I don't this? Know if it, uh, yeah, that's kind of like I think that's more of a subjective thing because I've always felt that, like for example, in the in the in the, in the style like an IPA style, it always gets a maltier, sweeter, and the yeah. hops just drop off. Hop aroma and hop flavor are gone. Yeah, hop aroma. Yeah, hop aroma, hop flavor are definitely like a a sign. Okay. Um... How does temperature impact the way beer ages? That's an obvious one. Oh, yeah, that's the hotter an easy it one. is, the quicker it goes bad. The quicker it ages. Yeah. So you want to get it and you want to put it in, you always want to keep it uh, refrigerated as much as possible. 38 degrees if you can. But it's not like that's not the ultimate uh, judge of, of keeping a beer cold. Because there's also like somebody asked a question after, like, can I can I have like a beer that's cold and then like leave it out for a while and then put it back in the refrigerator? And you can actually do that. It's not going to, it's not going to, it's not going to be bad. Now, unless yeah. it's like eighty degrees or ninety yeah. degrees or hundred, then it then things start to to to, to turn. Here's a beer on uh, on uh, Tavor just came out a BA oh. triple droop from uh, other half collab with Horus. Oh, extra pecans. Oh, here you go, coconut and cacao. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Twenty nine bucks for a bottle, though, man. Is that like the five hundred? Is that a? It's, it's yeah, small. It's a five hundred. Okay. Oh, it's a five. Fine, take my money. Okay. 
Was that meme with the uh, that one sci-fi and that is it Matt Gron Matt Gronin's sci-fi series? The uh, what was it called? Futurama. Futurama, yeah. Where it's that meme where it has them with the money. It's like take yeah. my money. Love that show. Uh, so yeah, hot thirty-eight degrees. Of course, we know that primarily from the restaurant. Like that's yeah, how yeah. We, we don't learn. have to worry about it. It's like that. That number's that number's ingrained in our head. Like <laughs> we we will never we will never not get that right. Yeah, now that's the one that'll be our, like it's literally a, it's ingrained in our brains. Our favorite brew pub, thirty-eight degrees. Um, yeah. So yeah, obviously the hotter it is, the quicker it's gonna go. Um, and it's basically, uh, it's it's accelerating the the uh, the first question. It's accelerating the uh, the, the changes. The oxid, yeah, oxid, ox, God, that's a word that I can never say, right? That's a, so that's going to, the, the hops are going to drop off. Any adjuncts, coffee, coffee, chocolates, and are going to start to drop off. And then, um, you know, and then you can get more maltier. And it also talks about, like, I think the hotter it is, the foamier it is because there's separation between the beer and the CO2 the carbonation. in the keg. Yeah. Yeah. But also, there's also like, there was also like, there's also a couple of weird things like the carbonation in one is weird because of the coldness. There's also like another weird one that I was gosh I was trying to figure out the 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 uh, at the attenuation the the attenuation oh, att- uh, att- attenuation attenuation the uh, with the 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 yeast the separate the sugar separating from the yeast yes. separating sugar highly, from the from the malt a highly attenuated beer is going to be sweeter hot, no it's yeah, see be, I I saw it as sweeter because of, it's you more think of opposite you got to think of exactly opposite. because the example that he gives is the because like Orville's highly like has a and I'm like wait a minute Orville's very dry though is it because yeah, one, it's eating the sugar and it's not it's not being produced into the yes yeah. oh a highly attenuated when I'm from when I think and we'll get to the we'll get to that yeah highly attenuated means it's eating more of the sugar therefore it's going to be drier and yes. more bitter. He he gives the example of uh, Orville being uh, the, a good example of that beer, and Orville's very dry, and low attenuation meaning meaning it's a not going to eat enough of the sugars, and so therefore it's going to be sweeter. And that's where you get the barley wine type uh, that uh, that cloyingly sweet. Okay, so how does temperature impact with the way beer? We already talked about that. What happened? Here's a trick question that we. Oh, that's what about. I just said. Yeah, so that's what I, I just I just I just I, I was already answering it before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What happens if you take beer out of the fridge and allow it to warm up to room temperature and then place it back in the refrigerator? Like nothing. Yeah, yeah nothing. It's just it's it's a trick question. What, what, what temperature cycling? I think, I think that's what he. Yeah, temperature cycling. It's and it's really it's basically a trick question unless you live in a hundred degree weather. Yeah. Unless you're living in a you know Arizona or something like that or you know, or Death Valley. Uh, what flavor aroma is typically associated with light strike beer? That's oh, that, easy. Gosh, it's so easy. It's so easy because remember back in the day, and I guess, and I was wondering, how how did we know about the, the whole skunk thing? Yeah. And then he tells you, that, I guess that back in the day, the campaigning with the skunk beer. Yeah. And I, I totally forgot about that. It was part of the commercial. Oh, like, you don't like, you don't want a skunk beer. Like you want like, you know, it's like, and so we would constantly like uh, one, of, one of the most, one of the beers I remember being skunked out the most whenever we get it would be the, the Moosehead beer. And that okay. came in a green bottle. And also that you know, there's that whole bottle. Uh, we talk, they talk about the different colors of bottles and like, why brown brown is better and cans are better and, and such. And but I remember every time we drink a Moosehead, stir pop it, dude. This smells like a skunk, dude. You know, we'd be sitting, we'd be with Anthony or friend Anthony's house around around his fire pit, and we pop it, and it literally smelled like a skunk. And we'd be like, dude, is that a skunk that just walked by? What is that? <laughs> and it was, it was a beer. So there, uh, I'm going to offer another uh, answer that he gives. Okay. So besides the skunking, because he was making the he was. Noting that some areas don't have skunk that are are mm. are, are local to the area, so yeah. he also talks about freshly brewed coffee as being yeah, another one, smell. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like that might be more subjective. <laughs> to me, it's always like I said, like as a kid, 
quote unquote kid as a younger, you know, as a younger, uh, young, older teen, when we drink back there, it was always skunk. It was never just like, Oh, it's skunk, dude, skunk beer, dude. But but that's, that's only because you're familiar. You have a reference point. So for the, for the people who don't have reference. Oh, true. Also I wasn't drinking coffee at that time too, but yeah. uh, Yeah. So the people that don't have that reference point, he offers that uh, freshly brewed coffee. Yeah. Um, I don't, Ah, man, I guess I have to listen to like, I don't know, because I like coffee nowadays. I don't, I don't, I don't associate that with Lightstruck anymore. I, I wouldn't associate that with. What impact does beer packaging have I, on Lightstruck? I just talked about this. Yeah. I just so, talked about like uh, brown bottles, good, green, green, clear are bad and probably blue. Cause like somebody mentioned the blue bottles, which I guess you can find in, you know, for certain beers that that might be bad too. Obviously cans are better. Kegs are, you know, cans and kegs mm-hmm. are the best or anything that's going to cover the beer. Yeah, and if you don't, you're going to get light stricken. He also talks about the bottles that have the foil on the necks. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can also have, yeah, have foil and stuff like that. And Yeah, uh, it's a protector. Also, also though, there's a, he also mentioned something that I didn't even realize. That mm-hmm. the, there's a certain hop now mm-hmm. that uh, can actually, that prevents the uh, light struck from happening. Mm-hmm. And he actually names a couple of beers that have the have yeah. this hop. Uh, I think he mentions Miller, Miller High Life, Miller Genuine Draft. Kona longboard and I was like, wait a minute. So the Corona doesn't have that. So Corona gets like blasted by it. And maybe it does. And he just didn't now. Maybe it. now it does. Though. Maybe now maybe, it does. Cause yeah, yeah. Cause I'm like, wait a minute. I swear that I've day. had a Corona and I've had yeah. it like, you know, put the, I put the bottle out there when I'm doing my walking around and I don't get the skunk from it. So I, they probably do use that hop, a uh, certain hop that, that, that prevents it from now. And I think he, he was talked about the hop extract, I think is what he was talking about. Yeah, it's a certain, right? yeah, he actually mentions it by name, but I know this is one of the problems too, when you're, when you're listening to somebody and this goes to like, like even like to the yeast type things where he says a word and it's like, oh, like, like, can, can, can you put that on the screen? Like with how to spell that so I can look All right. it up? He so doesn't do, do. That, so. Yeah, he doesn't, but you can, you can simultaneously view the transcript. There's an option. Oh, yeah. about to go, I might have to go back and like watch everything over again. I probably, which yeah, I probably so, will anyway, regardless. So I'm taking notes, which are also in that folder on, uh, on each episode, but I haven't done yeah. every episode yet. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell I'm you one like, thing. I'm, the, for us, the last four are going to be the, uh, arguably the easiest out of all. Oh, see, I disagree Hence, with you with that. No. I totally disagree with you. What's the one thing that we do, we've been doing for the last past, like... What drinking I mean, beer? Over 12, <laughs> 13, 13, 14 years now, we've been drinking all these beers and all these styles. Yeah. How, how do If we if we don't know where these beers are c- coming from and what they're called, there's a big problem going on. Come on, this yeah, is an easy I'm one. Gonna be di- I'm gonna be di- I think no it's going to be way. more difficult than you think. You can't name at least uh, three or four German styles? Come on. No, come on. you cannot. No way. <laughs> come on. You know, come on. So the packaging we got. So how quickly will Lightstruck flavor develop? Oh, yeah. that's, uh, like this one's actually minutes. open because I noticed like, he, his, his answer kind of like changes like yeah, several times. it does. Where it's, where it's like, oh, it could be, it's in a minute, and it's a, couple, a few minutes. I'm like, okay, is there like an exact <laughs> science on this? I'm going to go with the, a few minutes because I think that's I think that's like his final answer. A few minutes. All right, let's review what flavors change, hop flavors and aromas deteriorate. We talked about oxidation flavors of honey, caramel, toffee, dark. That's the malted. That's all the malted stuff that that I talk about. And late stage papery, waxy sherry notes. Okay, so we're good. I kind of, yeah, I kind of, yeah. Probably the cherry probably makes the papery. I'm not sure what that means. And also waxy. What does that mean? Temperature, cold temperature, slow the rate of aging. Warmer, rapid. or beer started at ambient temperature will age 10 times. Oh, they actually give you numbers on here too. He doesn't do that. 
that see he says 90 degrees Fahrenheit. See, and the and the when he's doing the thing, he doesn't give you an actual number. And that's why I was joking about unless you live in Arizona where it's super, you know, our death family, where it's like 80, 90, 100 degrees. They actually says 90 degrees right there. What happens if you take it out and put it back in? Oh, what am I talking about? Uh, nothing's gonna change. What flavor aroma is typically associated with light struck is skunky? Yep, skunked up. Uh beer packaging. Let's see. Kegs and cans, which you said are the best. Glass bottles, uh, depending on the color. Right. Green and clear are the worst. Let's see. How quickly unprotected beer exposed to direct sunlight can develop. See, see, this is a little as a minute, but it's like, but it's but it could be a few yeah. minutes. He does so change. He, yeah. Yeah, he does it is kind of like a more open-ended. Now, if the, now, if the question is on the thing, it gives you different numer, you know, like you know, like 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 one second or you know, two minutes, ten minutes, then it's going to be easy. This guy, oh, so six. This is something that's so weird. Oh, also, there's a mistake. I don't know if you watch this. He he makes a mistake in this uh, on the Coopler on the. Uh, uh, I don't know if you noticed that. I don't know, let's, but let's he, he shows you. And bear in mind, something that I never did as a kid. If all all our, all our friends, did, although the ones we had were pumps. I don't know if you remember back in the day when you whenever yeah. you would tap a keg. Yeah. The the so this is something that I never did as a as a teenager, you know, or a, a young adult. I mean, that I never did. Ever I always have somebody else that I never I could never figure out how you know how to how to how to match the coupler to the the keg and how to do it. But it's interesting because he's telling you how to do it step by step. You know, it's like oh yeah, you got you got to match the you know the the two little notches, the notches. on here. Yeah. You go you go you go uh, clockwise. Mm -hmm. You uh you you pull out the handle. Mm -hmm. Push it down, then push it back yeah. in. The weird thing about this is when he goes backwards, once instead of saying counterclockwise, how to turn it, he says clockwise yeah. again. Okay. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like if, <laughs> if I'm just listening to this and not watching it, I'm gonna go with his answer of clockwise. And I'm so I'm sitting there trying to tighten it. You know, oh, it's like not getting sure. tighter on the like, thing. You're, you're being nitpicky. Like that, that, that's just I am. I, I am, but like I said, a lot of times I'll just, I'll I'll listen to this like when I'm showering or late uh. at night. So it's like so it's like, wait a minute, like if, if I'm not watching what he's doing. And, you know, and probably somebody in chat probably might have called them out on it. Like, oh, you mean counterclockwise? I always do the uh, the the old school rhyme of uh, righty tidy lefty tidy. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> never, yeah. almost never fails. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I, I had you know, like going back as kids, and and you know, I'm pretty sure you, I'm sure you did it. You know, I'm sure your friends did it. My friends did it. Everybody at some point put you know a a, a tap the keg with the coupler. So I never did it though. So to me, it was interesting seeing it. So like, oh yeah, now I could do it. And although I still think I'd mess up and I'd still like, I'd hit that, I'd hit the button and it'd just be everywhere. <laughs> so this is session six, uh, draft knowledge, dirty and dra dirty um, draft systems. Uh, yeah, which also has its own book too. Uh, our our, man, our yeah, pamphlet manuals. I, I was wondering if you actually had that. No, I'm not doing that. Too much, too much work. You have to have that if you want to advance to the next levels. Uh, maybe. And I guess you don't need it because you because your brewing process is, is it doesn't have the actual. But if you ever get a kegerator or you know, maybe. Yeah. Uh, two, we just talked about what temperature does the draft system operate? Ooh, Thirty degrees. Nice. That's too easy. Okay, common cause of foamy draft beer. Mm. It's temper temperature, right? Too warm, it separates the CO2 yeah. separates from the beer. Which is kind of funny because I remember back when we were kids, and this 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 came up, and I think somebody mentions this after in the question part, where like, what happens if you have like a keg? And it's in the back, and it's like moving around like a lot. 
And I remember, uh, and this happened one time. We had, we had bought a cage. He dropped it. <laughs> and it was in the back of a pickup truck, and it was just like flopping around everywhere. And I remember everybody was freaking out because it was like, dude, oh, dude, it's all oh, the foam's gonna be, you know, gonna be. And like, so we're getting crazy. You know, realizing you realize that it's contained in there, right? It's yeah. not gonna be, you know, it's it's it, it, it's not like it's a it's a bottle of soda. Where even then, you know, put it, leave it there for thirty minutes or an hour, and it's gonna settle down again. But the yeah, we definitely went, we definitely got freaked out that oh my god, it's gonna be pure foam. That's what the phones it's because you're shaking it around, man. Um, let's see. What flavors are commonly found as a result of a dirty draft line? Ooh, what does he say? Man, like, this is, uh, yeah, this is this is what this is. there's several because like those buttery butterscotch were yeah. like uh yeah. There's yeah. also like like the sour type of flavors. I think yeah. butter butterscotch. I think was like the main one. I think and and, and vinegary right like vinegary, sour, yeah, vinegar. when it gets the sours yeah and that's all the cause of biofilm that's on the on the little cracks and crevices inside well, the lines. He also mentions like lactobacillus, I think. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And the acid, the what is the other one? Acidophilus, acidic. That's why acids? I say like I'll never, I'll never remember the uh, the, the silices. <laughs> how often do draft lines need to be cleaned? He talks about oh, that yeah. as every two weeks. Every two weeks, but how? Gosh, it make, does make you wonder. They don't like, do. They don't do that. Yeah, you know they're that. not doing. Uh, also, I I had another. If I would have been there, I, I do have a question on this. Okay, so you change it every two weeks, but. What if I have a draft line of Budweiser? Let's say I have a draft line of Bud Light, Budweiser in my bar. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I run out of Budweiser because, you know, Budweiser kicks real fast. Everybody wants it. <laughs> and I pull in Pliny the Elder like a day later. I have to clean that line out, right? Yeah. For the Pliny? Yeah. So so there's like a caveat. It's not just two, it's two weeks for whatever beer that's normally goes kicks. There. Yeah. But if it's, if it's all macro, I imagine they don't do it like nah, two weeks care. maybe. And it's like. Nobody I'm knows. Gonna, I'm not going to mention it in any places by name, but oh. <laughs> if, if you no, I won't. But if you if you have 50 lines and you're turning kegs regularly, exactly, you're cleaning lines. No regularly. way. I, I imagine the uh, the macro stuff is just kept all macro, like whatever, like whatever, like you know. No one, no one's going to know the difference. Yeah, nobody's going to know. It's Budweiser. Come on. Uh, let's see. Here are the uh, answers: the D system coupler, which is also known as the sand key. Oh, see, I forgot about. Oh, see. Once again, that goes back to the see when he says it, I don't know. I don't. It's, I have, it's, have a hard time, you know. Like, oh. like what, what? Yeah. What is he? What is he saying? American something? I don't know what that is. Yeah, and so look at the look at the look. You can look at the the transcript. Uh, I will. Can, I, I I will from now and do a side by side. Yeah, and then also allows me to look it up more, like you know, even even outside of the. Uh, so we know that at what temperature? Thirty eight degrees. Um, question three: Common cause of foamy uh, temperature of the beer. See warm kegs yeah. of beer and beer warming up within the draft lines and cause foaming. You know what's a question that's missing on there? Like how like how how long do you have to leave like a keg out there? Like, you know, you got a keg oh. and it's it's actually a long time like at 30 day? degrees. Yeah, like, like at least day? at least a day. And I think he says yeah. I think he goes up to two days. Yeah. Uh common yeah, flavors butter, yeah. for dirty draft lines, buttery, butterscotch is also oh, known as di right. di diacetyl. A word that I always have a hard time Important. Important. A word that Oh, gosh, one of my one of my favorite beers is a Doppelbach from Germany called Salvatore, and I swear that has that buttery butterscotch oily feel to it. And is I'm it wondering, bad? Is, is, is no, it, it, but I like that. It's is that <laughs> di, 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 diacetyl? diacetyl? Or, or am I just making that up? But I like that because it has like that weird like like popcorn like addictive yeah, uh, taste that's to it. Good. I don't know. I don't think that's intentional. I like it. I like it, <laughs> and I assume this is a part of the like the beer. There's a sour flavor, flavors like lactic yogurt, acid, yeah. yogurt light, and acidic acid vinegar. Okay, I feel like those are going to be hard because I feel like that's actually going to be hard to detect. I mean, easier to detect so you'll know, like, hey, if I'm pouring bud, it's such a it's taste sour. like vinegar. That's going to be yeah. way more oh, of a yeah. problem. 
uh, and every two weeks. Every All right, we're good yeah. with that. Let's see. So that brings us to episode seven. Yeah, which that is, is correct. proper glassware pouring techniques and other easy. <laughs> Man, I was obsessed with this. One. Like I said, I was just joking and obsessing about this yesterday. Uh, why should you use glass? Uh, so for visual. Uh, yeah, this is also subjective, though. This also goes to and I get it releases a aroma. You want to you want to see your beard, though? Come on. Yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 a, obviously it's a visual, but you get we get aromas. But like I said, there's there are beer beer companies. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm not naming names, alchemists that tell you to drink it out <laughs> of the can. You know, it's like yeah. you know. So this is also subjective. So it's uh, so visual. It's aroma. Uh, what else is there? I think carbonation, I think, is also mm. a part of it. Carbonation helps. That's right. Yeah. It, it releases more carbonation when you pour yeah. it into a glass. So you don't get that bloated, you know, drinking oh, out of a bottle, and all of a sudden, like, you've had three beers, and now you got to go to the bathroom now. Oh, and to share. Because it's like, if you have a 750, like, if you yeah, have a yeah, 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 you want to share that. So, that yeah. down. <laughs> no, no, no. I, what, what do you mean? What are you talking about? I'm going to drink that much. <laughs> the 750 of Great Monday, you're not going to just, like, just put, like, knock it back. <laughs> I think I've, I've done that. I've done that many a time. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> Come on. You don't Sharing is caring, but so is, you know, you got to drink it. You got to drink it. What are some common signs that a glass is not beer clean? Oh, which geez, now we're man. rapidly the becoming water, experts. Water the beating pee. off the uh, the surface. Uh, because it's soiled, soil and oil. Yes. Those are the two. Uh, the two poor, culprits. poor head, re- poor head retention uh, for the foam, uh, and uh, um, uh, 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 bubbles uh, uh, attaching themselves to the side of the glass. Yep. It's I told <laughs> which, you, I, which I, I always have. <laughs> I, told, I told you I posted that picture on Instagram, and like, it was a big glob of uh, oh yeah, bubble, yeah. and it, the guy like, called dude, me out of dude, it. Like, dude, you're into beer, man, and you can't even clean your glass. <laughs> Hey, was, when I'm drinking, when I'm starting oh, drinking, I'm on my sixth beer. I'm not even thinking about that anymore. Come on. That's embarrassing. I but, but, but since it's he true. told me that I've done that many a times. A lot of my <laughs> a lot of my tap pictures are the same way. And the thing about it is I'll 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 go, yeah, I'll, I'll go, oh yeah, ignore the uh, the oil in the in the glass and the bubbles. I'll tell you one thing now though, I'm I'm obsessed with the beer clean glasses. Though. I am too. I, I, I know. Okay. <laughs> see, I say that now, but watch like when I after, after the podcast, I'm just gonna go over there and pour like quickly. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, yeah. I mean like your initial like pour. Initial too, beer like, always. <laughs> it's like 20 minutes of washing it out and getting beer clean. How can you assess whether a glass is beer clean or not? Which you talked about the sheeting, the sheeting the, action. Yeah. And then the uh, the uh, the salt test. Yeah, that's a that's that's a weird. It's a waste. Of, it's a waste. That's <laughs> something you do when you when you're like the the owner of the of the the owner or the manager, and you want to test out your workers to see if they're cleaning the glass. You'll go in at night, you know yeah. during the day or nighttime, spot check, pull the salt out, and do it. Normally, you don't. You, I, I pour glass in my beer. Now all of a sudden, I have like salt in my. <laughs> in the, in the so the so the concept is if the salt doesn't stick to an area, there's right. oil build. There's it, oil on causing it, it to slip off. Definitely right. a test uh, somebody, either an owner or a manager, would do to test out the the staff. Uh, describe the steps to properly pour a draft beer. All right. Yeah. That's what, I, mean, I mean, these are all like normality. Uh, first first and foremost, keep keep the tap away from the glass or the beer itself. For, can't to touch, can't touch the glass or yeah. the beer. That is correct. 45 degrees. 45 per... degree angle, which we've always done since I, you know, probably I mean, what, for decades now we've been doing that. Yeah, for about three quarters of a pour, depending on the style. Yeah, he you, says two. He says a uh, half or two or uh, two thirds. Yeah, and then you tilt it upright and pour in the center. Although I thought it was kind of funny because when he pours that Bam beer from a uh, Jolly Pumpkin, I thought he got a little bit too much head on there, and it's yeah, almost like he, he plays it off. Though he, he he was he was so concerned with looking at the yeast, 
he's pouring it and he's not like he's not looking at the head and all of a sudden his head's like matched like half of the of the glass but then he kind of like spins mm. up oh no this is the way this, this yeah is. he does, he does like that. wait he a does minute that. i don't think so <laughs> he does like uh like write it off as an excuse yeah, he, does, he writes it off as because yeah. of the style it's like i'm like yeah. i don't know about that man i think I, I think you were so busy fixated on the yeast that you were you weren't paying attention to the actual head forming uh, why might why why my oh, why might man. you want to avoid using frosted glassware? That's obvious. Too cold, yeah. yeah. And uh, and the head retain the head retention. There's also that funny thing he was talking about though, like 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 you get the iceberg effect, like we're like of sanitizer, the sanitizer, sanitizer will yeah. form an iceberg. <laughs> like wait, yeah. All right, we're doing pretty good in this. I'm feeling pretty confident. And steps to properly pour a bottle conditioned oh, beer. This is another one of those about. weird things that you got to be. It's like it's so weird though. Because it's like, it's like, and, and I, I remember, you know, think about it. when you're doing a bottle share, you're not, we're not pouring beer no. the way that you're supposed to, where it's like, okay, yeah. everybody put their glasses here. We should all yeah. pour this in at one <laughs> continuous stream. No, we're, you know, we're, you know, we're giving the bottle to the next person and we're doing it like that. And sometimes we're just sitting the and bottle back and we're down. Putting, and we're keeping it upright. Oh like, yeah, yeah. We're like the, we're... <laughs> yeah. I'm not, it's, I, I, he's describing what I, what I call the champagne pour where everyone's just constantly like giving it yeah. out and, and then you get to the final, get to the final yeast and you tell the last person, Hey, you want the yeast? It's like, it, it, it just, it just seems kind of like weird. And like, I'm sorry, little, nobody does that. It's a little pretentious, I guess. It, right? it is pretentious. Unless, unless the final pours for like the guy coming in and it's like, you know, he has, has time to settle in. Your friend comes late to the party. And he wants to get that taste, and now it's back settled down, so it's fine. But yeah, I, yeah, nobody, none of us are going to sit there and pour uh, four or five glasses of beer in one continuous motion. Nobody's doing that. Now the question is, the who, how many people really care about not drinking the sediment? I, oh, I absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. The yeast, yeah. The, well, the, that, well, let's talk about that. This goes to the whole decanting experience with the yeast, and I don't care about that. Yeah, I'm always yeah. like, I'm all, I'm full in with the yeast. But yeah, he, said, but he does there. mention that older bottles that the yeast can, you know, the flavor can change and it can be off-putting. But I, I'm all into it. I'm all in for the yeast. All right, glass. Uh, let's see, appearance and aroma, carbonation to be released. Yeah. Oh, uh, he even says reducing potential bloating. That's what I say. Like it makes you bloat. You got yeah. to the toilet. If it's bottle conditioned, you can uh, not pour out the yeast. Oh yeah, yeah. And then allow the share if it's a seven fifty. So we got that. Uh, not beer clean. Dirty glass bubbles cling to the side. Uh, poor head retention, formation and retention. So we got that right. How do you assess if it's clean? The sheeting test and the salt test. We got that. The sheeting one's the best one. That's 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 all you need. The, the salt test is more for like an advanced for like the odor of the bartender or the, the spot uh, check. The, yeah, the, that's uh, more advanced. Yeah. The the sheeting is 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 really the best. It's visual. It's easy. Uh, describe the steps to properly pour a draft beer. Start with a beer clean glass, of course. 45 degrees, one inch below faucet. Open the tap. And, you can, and he says you can't open it partially. Make make sure you fully oh, open it. Oh, yeah, it's it. fully and quickly. Fully and quickly on your pour. And bear in mind, it's something that we've I've never done before. So it's so it's one of those things that I feel like you do have to have experience doing this to fully grasp it. Yeah, because you have to, you need a hands on. You need to, you need to feel the. the yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd, I'd be sitting there doing like the like slowly like <laughs> releasing it. Uh, let's see. Pour down side of the glass until it's half full. Then tilt it upright. Pour in the middle. Close faucet. Never put the faucet in contact with the Angel glass. Because he's also saying if the if the tap comes in. Yeah, there's with the also glass, you there's could also break the caveats. Glass. There's also quite a few. This also depends on the beer style. Because he, he was talking about how like cascales yeah. were are are even filling a growler. 
where where the the straw goes into the into the actual jar. Uh-huh. So that there are caveats, and uh, it's not it's not one hundred percent. Let's see. Don't use frozen glassware. Excess foaming we talked about, and it's too cold. All right. Yeah. Gosh, I don't and think I don't. The, I'm trying to think if I've ever used a frosted glass. I'm trying to, even when we're as we're younger, and I I can't ever remember doing that. I've been in bars where they'll pull it. Well, they'll pull it yeah. out. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah. You, I, I've seen that. And it's you're right. Obviously, when you're younger, we didn't know, but it's like nowadays, you'd be like, no, like don't do it. And there's your sanitizer ice. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is weird because be like, wait a minute, why is there an iceberg fl- like floating in there? And then bottle conditioned beer. Let's see. You want to leave the yeast behind, forty five degrees, and then you just pour around. And then you, you, if you want to pour the yeast out, you mix it up. With see, I, see, I don't know about that. Watch the neck of the bottle. I honestly, like when I when I pour in like a half, like I just go with my gut feeling on the way the pour is, and then and then I just you know I stand it back up, let the yeast settle again, swirl it, and it tell you to swirl it around, and then pour the rest in. That's a, that's a half advice. So that does that's one of the caveats for the for the yeast. All right now we uh, have do, session. Do, do you want to go with another beer before? Oh yeah, we, uh, last beer. There you go. Last call. What do you want? What do you have? This this is session eight. This is beer style parameters, and we're going to talk about ABV, IBUs, and SRM. Yeah, this one's this one's a little bit off for me because, like I said, like I was trying to find the information to get the actual correct numbers on it, like the uh, like the for, for the different uh, values, like IBU and ABV. So uh-huh. that's had a little bit more problems because I couldn't remember off off my you know, off. Uh, you want to go with the the fruited sour on this for this last part? Oh boy. Okay, sure. The, uh, I think it's a zombie. Uh, the, the beer if zombies. I can find it. The beer zombies. Oh, you don't want to do that four fours? I'm surprised you want to do that four fours. Oh no, I thought those were for like later on because remember I had the four beers that were. Uh, I mean, if you want to, if you want to go that way, what, what did is you four do? Fours? Have you had the four fours or not? No, it doesn't ring a bell. That's the Wakefist collab. Oh, okay. What style is it? It's a sour. Uh, oddly enough, it's a sour. It's vitamin C. Let's see. It's every, it's everybody. It's equilibrium, other half, vitamin C, and and uh, Wakefield. Oh, yeah. Shoot. All right. All right. All right. We have a, okay. It's a sour. That's insane. Think about it. When I was talking to uh, from Dino from, uh, from vitamin C, I'm like, man, you're doing collabs with other half, equilibrium, and Wakefield. I mean, that's, a, that's an impressive field of breweries to be collabing with. Oh, yeah. All right, this All right is four, I'm popping it. This is four fours. This is a uh, a, a, a an event only Ooh. beer brewed for the Wakefest. Four fours is a sour ale with peach, pineapple, passion fruit, and strawberry at a six percent alcohol by volume. And as I said, it's from the other half, vitamin C, Equilibrium, and Wakefield Brewing. J. Wakefield Brewing. I can smell, oh, yeah. smell that fruity, that pit fruit uh, tartness. Well, you're already in there. Oh, yeah. Well, all right. Here, here we go. Here. Cheers. Was it? Ooh. Sour. Yeah. Getting, I'm getting strawberry. Yeah, a little What's strawberry. A little ripe, uh, ripened strawberry, that more of the bitterness mm-hmm. on the strawberry. Is that your wake uh, wake fest, wake fest class? That is correct. That is correct. Also, nice. it's not beer clean. <laughs> I, I washed my glasses. Uh, yeah, I did. See, I'm using I'm using my my taster, so so obviously it can't be beer clean. Every you know, but the first pour was beer clean. Oh, I see. I see. 
Um, yeah, I tell you, you need to pick up some more of that uh, PBW because I'm out. Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. Session eight is beer style parameters. Uh, question one, what organization maintains the style guidelines used by the Cicerone certification So this program? is something that I didn't note down. See, I didn't see. I didn't think that would be a question, but. Uh, I know it. I know it. The American uh, Brewery Association or something like that? No, yeah. th- no, it's it's which is one of them. But the other one that Cicerone uses, if I'm not mistaken, is the Beer Judge Certification Program. Oh, shoot. Yeah, that one. That's that's a question that I would not remember. Yeah, that one I that one I missed. Like on the test, I, I missed that one. It's an easy one to remember from here, though. BJCP. Yeah, I would see, I wouldn't think that that would actually be a question, but okay. What unit is measured? Uh, what unit oh. is used to measure bitterness? That's I mean, obviously IBU, but I I have a question. This I have a question about this, and this is so weird. Okay, so I, does IBU stand for International Bitterness Unit, or does it stand for International Bittering Unit? Bitterness unit. That's what I. I that's say. what I. That's what I. That's what I think too. But you go look it up on what. So I went and did you know doing oh. a little bit more things research on websites. It's both. You see both, and I see bittering on. I'm like, wait a minute, is that like a, maybe that's a the European thing? Maybe. maybe. I'm like, you know, I'm like, I, for me, it's always been bitterness, but I see bittering in there. We'll find out when we get to the answers, probably. Okay. Uh, how is perceived bitterness different than the direct measurement of the bitterness? Oh, yeah. this, is, this is actually a good one. This is a good one. Yeah, and he says it, he says it's uh, it could be it could it be, depends on the style like the style of beer. style and malts right. right yeah I think it gives the example of like you got like uh, like a, a lager or something that's hoppy you're gonna get the hops in it more they're gonna pop if it's hoppy whereas opposed to a barley wine or a stout and you're not yeah. gonna get the hops in there it's gonna be and even though they may be like 50, 50 the uh, same IBUs yeah yeah it's you're gonna get less less IBU perceived bitterness off yeah. the off the uh, the, the the more darker beer or the more higher ABV, uh, you know, the darker malted beer, the uh, barley wine and our stouts. And obviously I probably would add nowadays, the adjuncts would have an impact on the. Uh, oh, absolutely. Those two. Yeah. 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 What unit is used to measure carbonation in beer? Oh, shoot. Oh, hey, man. So that's, I mean, yeah. that, 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 that's like the fourth one. That's there's the, um, so I have, there's the a, ABV, I, the IBU, and then there's the with the S the SRM. You're right. Yeah. There's that there's that the the carbonation one, which is kind of weird because I do recall that he mentions that most beers are are between two point two and two point eight the carbonation. But man, but yeah, what's it called though? I think it's just the CO two. I think it's just a CO two level. No, I don't. No, it, no, it, no. But it actually it does have a destination like a, like an abbreviation. Well, he, it does he, have said, that. he calls it volumes. And it's volume oh, yeah, by volumes, volumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they yeah, just shorten yeah. it to volumes. Yeah, I don't know if that's the answer. Volumes, but yeah, I think it's just. And then ultimately, and then ultimately, he does say that most beers are in the two point two to two point eight percent range, and then probably two point four would be like the norm. Oh, here we go. Question five: uh, high attenuation, low attenuation, oh, which yeah. we talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High attenuation, you're going to get more uh, dryness and bitterness. Low attenuation is going to give you a bigger mouthfeel right. and uh, and sweetness. Yeah, that's why I gave like the example high high at at you. Gosh, I'll never never be able to say that word right. Uh, a, a higher, you'll get the uh, Duval effect, whereas like a lower one, you'll get like a, it's a barley wine. Interesting, because there's no SRM questions on this. What yeah. standard reference measurement is that what it stands for? Which 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 is really like the curveball because it has nothing to do with color. It's just it's just a desert. You know, isn't that kind of weird? It has nothing to do with the it's actual color chart. It's just like a it's just yeah. a, an acronym. For for words that what does that do with color? 
So it's a zero to 40, zero being, I guess, yeah. more straw and yeah. 40 being well, black. We know the, right? the, we know the five, pro, the five prime are straw, gold, amber, brown, and black. See that. So, so this is what I'm talking about. Like how, like that, that yeah. gave me like an easy way to figure it out. The IBU one and the uh, the ABV are a little bit different because they don't, I, I don't they don't give me the clear answers when he talks about it. It was a short uh, essay, a short quiz. Uh, let's see, BJCP Beer Judge Certification Program we talked about. Beer judge, gosh, look, I, so I got I need to know that. Gosh, can I remember that another another abbreviation? Think about it, BJCP, BJCP, International Bitterness Units is what they have here. I'm telling you though, I've seen international bitter. Or like a British, probably Br- like, a British thing. I don't maybe. know if it is, but I'm, I'll I'll send you a couple of articles where I see that. I'm like, wait okay. a minute, that's like different. Let's see, perceived versus direct. Nice. Uh, hop compounds, sweetness, alcohol content, carbonation. Oh, the pills. Uh, the pills. So the the example of the pills and the stout. If they both have 40 IBUs, you definitely would perceive that differently. Oh yeah, uh, based on the style. Which I mean, you, you might you about. probably won't even feel it. You you won't even taste it in the imperial stout. And in fact, a lot of times, I think I think we will put the bitterness in the stout to like oh, coffee or or, or the malt, the, uh, the the chocolates. That's the bitterness. We look like uh, the hops are almost like a like an afterthought in, oh, in yeah. any stouts that we drink. And you and you're usually putting very little of them. Yeah, but it's, if it's, it's, it's forty-four. Like can, it's not tasting at all. It winds up not being a factor. Whereas you're right though, like in a like in a lager, a pilsner. Or, you know, now you're getting like, no, wait a minute. This is kind of weird. Like, in fact, we just had like a, we had that uh, Adroit Theory uh, Pilsner that had like a lot of hop in it. Like, wait a minute. I'm actually, you can actually, this is like a hoppy Pilsner. And, and uh, obviously, of course, you can pull out like a, like a Hazy or an Ipa, which, which is, you know, which that's like the main forefront thing. But yeah, yeah. There's definitely a difference in the, when it comes to the beer styles. What unit is measured, uh, measure carbonation in beer? Volumes of CO2. Volumes right, of CO2. Yeah. There you go. So I thought it had a different name to it. Okay. Uh, high attenuation. Attenuation describes the amount of sugar consumed by yeast during fermentation. Beers with high attenuation are typically dry and lighter, while beers with low attenuation are high levels of residual sugars and fuller bodies. All right, man. Okay. I think I think we like nailed all of that. I think so. The only one that I the only one that I would have failed is the uh, the name of the uh, the organization. I, 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 unless I see it on the on the list. Which I, you know, which of course is probably going to be, you know, multiple. If it's multiple choice, I yeah. probably get it. I figured it out. But if not, I'm I'm done. I I, I failed that one. Yeah, but it's only one question out of sixty. So I mean, it's still oh true. About, true. Think about all the all the review questions true. we've done. True, true. We've easily done uh, the passing rate. I think. Okay. And I still say the next session, the uh, the beer style will be hands oh, down no. the easiest out of all. I, of them. I, hands I, down. I think it's gonna be the hands- toughest one. That, come on, we come on. We, we've been drinking these beers way too long to not know this. I don't know. Come on, scared. Scared. <laughs> it's like the, like to me. It's like it's like oh, like, you know. To me, this is the easiest. There's, it's like it's not. You know, I mean, I, I I find it weird that it's like. Wait a minute, what are you talking about? I thought for sure you would agree with me. It's like oh yeah, it's easy. Like like we've had all the styles. We know what countries they come from for the most part. Yeah, but so and so, God, I was reading something else. I gotta, I gotta figure out what I was reading. But then they start talking about like, hey, for that, for this style, what's gonna be the SRM? What's gonna be the IBU? Oh, and what's gonna be but the that's ABV? but but, but well, the ABC. That's see the yeah. Well, we're gonna go with the IBUs and ABV. That's a little bit different. But although it's really not, because surely we know, and and obviously we have very vari- we have uh, different variants where we'll have like you know like we'll have a goo a goose. 
that's low ABV, but then you can also get one that's like high ABV too. Oh, so. if it's barrel age. I no, wait. No, I still say are all barrel age, right? Right, and I still say that this is for us. For Actually, us, it's going to be super easy, barely an inconvenience. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, I feel it. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, a short show. We're all, the, the fights are about to start. Yeah, actually, but it's still well. The prelims are still going on, though. Is this yeah. the last fight in the prelims, or maybe because it's a, it's a one thirty seven, and they start at main card starts at two. So oh okay, oh yeah, I have yeah. to so, uh, I have to bottle some beer. I have to rack that hazy to my secondary. So I still got and I got to pack for my trip. Got a lot of work to do oh, today. Sure. Probably need a nap too, maybe somewhere right. in there. Right. Um, this has been Bevon. Our our next uh, episode will be from Sacramento. Uh, I'm Leonard. And I'm Gregory. And we'll talk to you soon.